And they ask for those too. Welcome back, people. Episode 12. It it took a while to actually just get the damn intro going because Jonathan over there fucking forgot <laughs> which button to push. That's an extra 15 seconds of silence that we're going to have to cut down a lot. Like, me and Alec were just sitting here and he's literally just looking at the buttons like it's they're like, fucking. Uh, no. He's like, maybe. No. I, I literally felt like I was part of the bomb squad and I was like trying to figure out which, which ones He's like, oh, shit. Jonathan out here saving lives. Yeah. But uh, welcome back, people. Mm-hmm. I'm Jamal here with Sir Alec. hey And we Ow. got. Sorry, I was a little bit late there. I was drinking water. Okay. And we got John Burgundy. That's me. You could do that one a little bit better. Okay. <clears throat> That's me. Well, I was talking uh, about. I was talking about that. I don't know. I don't know. All right. Well. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, how how you guys doing? What you know? What you've been watching lately? I've been doing pretty good, honestly. Well, as you know, well, you guys know, but recently released a trailer for Going Up. Nice. My short film, and that was cool to get a response on that. And everything. Everybody's liking it so far. Yeah. And uh, oh yeah, and Jamal's help thanking thanking him for the uh, the graphics designs You're on welcome. the titles. I appreciate that. Yeah, I'm getting hey. I'm getting the IMDb credit right. I mean that wasn't in the contract. Shit. <laughs> of course you are. Damn it. <laughs> but besides that, I've been doing good. I've been watching a good amount of stuff too. I watched the uh, new Brandon Cronenberg film Infinity Pool, and that stars Alexander Skarsgård and Mia Goth. And basically, the plot of that movie is a horror film. And basically, the plot, well, more like a thriller, but like body horror thriller. This couple that goes to like, I think they go to like Greece or something, and they're going on vacation there, and they meet up with another couple. And then when they get get drunk, they start, and then they they drunk drive, and they they hit like a random civilian, mm. and they and then I was then the Scarsgard character was the driver, and he was like, oh shit, I actually hit somebody, and then the next morning the police come, they take him and his wife in the to jail, and then they but then they give him the option, okay, so we're gonna we're we're gonna put you to death, but. We have an option if you have enough money that you can create a clone of yourself, and we can kill that clone, and then you can just like. And that clone will die, and then we you can just go off and do whatever you want. Got a little bit of Matthew Broderick in there, huh? Yeah. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> yep. It was a very very good horror thriller type thing that I would uh, pretty much recommend to people who don't have a squeamish stomach or because it's pretty violent and it's got a lot of sex. <laughs> and then I watched. The- <laughs> I was like. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> and then I watched. They did a rescreening of a Mal- Malcolm X. Okay, that was fun. 
And then I watched another movie called The Outwaters, and that was a found footage horror film. That was pretty bad. <laughs> it was pretty bad. And there's one of those ones where it's like this, like this film crew go out to the desert, and they, uh, they're filming a music video, and they decide to hang out. They're in the Mojave Desert, and they decide to hang out there, and they sleep there, and then and the, pretty much the bowels of hell comes out, and it starts killing them off, and you can barely see anything because everything's set at nighttime. And the the main character has the world's smallest flashlight. <laughs> He's got one of those walk those Walgreen ones. Yeah, and it was like a near two hour movie, and this is like a lot of it just unintelligible. Mm. So yeah, I didn't really enjoy that one. And that probably doesn't help being in the theater and it's already dark. Too. Oh yeah, no, <laughs> yeah, that was not fun. But uh, yeah, I've been watching a good amount of stuff. Oh yeah, I watched, uh, I rewatched. The Nutty Professor 2 over the weekend okay, with some friends of mine. And uh, I haven't seen that movie in years. I've seen it a few times before as a kid. But I don't remember how batshit insane that movie was. Because, mm. <laughs> like, do you remember it, Jonathan? You've seen it, I'm sure. I actually kind of rewatched it, like, like a couple of days ago. Of too. course you did. <laughs> <laughs> I saw the first one at a single. So. And it's amazing. I, first of all, I gave it a five stars on Redbox. It's peak. And, <laughs> and not like an actual, like, good movie. But... It just reminds me of the of how insane movies used to be, like in the early like two thousands and like the nineties. Oh yeah, where it's just like they just do anything. Yeah, <laughs> it was insane, and yeah, that was like one of the most fun. That was one of the most fun viewers I had in a while. Nutty Professor too, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, watch it if you haven't. <laughs> it is insane the amount of stuff they get away with in that movie. It is peak. It is peak cinema. John, times. What, what have you been watching? So. I've been on, I've been, tr- I had a mission since last. Can you open pod. your eyes? What are you doing? I was trying to remember what I was oh. going to say. I had a mission since last podcast of trying to watch at least all the best picture list. Mm-hmm. And I'm almost done. I still, I think I have like a few more in there that I need to check out. But I watched, well, this is not in that best picture list, but I watched Puss in Boots. Mm-hmm. After it being highly recommended and like, you know, a lot of people giving it such good rave reviews. I also, you know, liked it and I realized what Alec was talking about since I think it was last episode as well. Yep. Of like that anxiety scene or something like that. Of you can actually feel it and like, you know, see it. I was like, man, this this thing is no joke. They mm-hmm. they really went for it. And like the cast was also really good. Mm-hmm. I was surprised, you know, that dreamworks out of all the animation you know companies would go there like to like make it to the oscar list i don't know if they've made it before but yeah yeah yeah, okay well i think shrek might have been the first animated movie okay for best animated film okay okay yeah so it's kind of like almost like like a yeah yeah i almost went went like a full circle then because it's like you know almost within that like shrek universe family type of thing Uh, but i was trying to say is because i felt like for the longest time it was like disney and like pixar were always you know, go straight to Oscar nominations or whatever. So it was good to see uh, something new and fresh like DreamWorks up there for change. Next thing we, I saw was Shotgun, which I know we'll go into later down shotgun the line. Wedding. Shotgun Wedding. Sorry, Shotgun Wedding. Shotgun. Thank you. <laughs> oh, I saw Shotgun and Shotgun Wedding. No, I was kidding. No, I saw, yeah, Shotgun Wedding. I saw You People, Jonah Hill, Eddie Murphy, and... Lauren London. Lauren London. And that CGI right? kiss. <laughs> yes that one no you guys want to talk about it right now or a little bit later i mean i haven't seen it yet okay okay, but i didn't know about the yeah it's not even on on a spoiler alert review so well i'll just give my like brief you know review or whatever i thought it was interesting it was definitely not 100 percent what i expected because watching the trailer i thought it was a little bit it was gonna go 
differently. I feel like the trailer was a little bit misleading. They definitely show nothing in the trailer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, it's, I, it's, it's not what you would expect from the trailer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like they made it into like, oh, it's like a rom-com almost type thing. You know, they sold it as like that. But I was thinking like typical rom-com, like, you know, the 2000s rom-com typical thing. But this one was a little bit more of like com, but not what did I say like rom drama. So it was a that's what I felt like a little bit of that mm-hmm. minus the drama. <laughs> <laughs> I just I don't know it, it it didn't sell me like you know I I just watching it felt like felt cheated out of an experience like I don't know I just did not feel like they were in love or they were a couple. I just thought they could have been really. Not even really good friends. They're just like, like I don't know. It's like that oh. visual of them. Yes, this is weird to me. Like Jonah Hill and Lauren London, and like, <laughs> and like I don't, I don't like, know. Like uh, I'm sure, I'm sure, like Jonah Hill can like can pull. Oh, he ain't pulling that. He ain't pulling that. <laughs> he ain't pulling that. Fucking <laughs> uh, Nipsey Hussle gonna come from the grave <laughs> and choke him out. <laughs> I mean, like it was just, it was just odd. To me, but it was, you know, it was different, you know. Yeah. And I thought there was going to be a lot more Eddie Murphy in it than than it actually was. That's kind of what I gravitated more towards. I was like, oh, Eddie Murphy hasn't made anything in like a little bit of a while. So I was like, this might be coming to America. He's been coming back. Yeah. Well, Dolomite is my name. Oh, right, 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 right. But this was like, you know, most recent thing. So I was like, okay, you know, I want to check it out. Mm -hmm. But, you know, he wasn't in as much. And I don't think like he was like obviously the star like you know the main focus so they didn't put um, him as much in it i'm assuming he was the selling point for majority of the cast yeah i think that's what they like like you like you guys said like the name that sells the the the, the film they because they really like you know put him in the trailer mm-hmm. yeah so i'll just leave it at that yep and then white men white men can't jump Finally. i'll see that one Yes, after so the, long of the Jack Harlow masterpiece. This is the the, the way back when one, the one with <laughs> Wesley Snipes. Watch the, the, the trailer like, oh, <laughs> movie <is so> good. <laughs> and Woody Harrelson. Like yeah. when I've like heard references and like jokes and all that about it, I was like, what am I actually missing out? And then when I watched it, I watched it like I was <laughs> in there out, not like in there, but I was like sold. I was entertained the whole time, like. You know, uh, my brother Lil J would come in and I was like, "Shh, leave me alone. I'm watching something." So you know, it, it was it was it was a good time. It was a really good time, and yeah. I'm just like shooketh how a lot of or like a lot of good movies can still be kind, not like relevant, but like still be good no matter how much time has passed. Like, sure, like the wardrobe maybe may look different, the time definitely looks different, and all that, but you know. That is a good story that they've told, and it's still good if you watch. Still, you know, lands good if you watch it today. That's my point. Mm -hmm. So definitely, definitely highly recommend that one if you haven't seen it. I watched Your Place or Mine with Reese Witherspoon and Ashton Kutcher. Oh God! I yeah, <laughs> yeah. I that I don't looked, know why I was just bad. <laughs> I was so bored, and I was like, eh, why not? And so I watched it. And yeah, no, it was another like supposedly like a romantic comedy type thing. I it was another one of those things that just like fell short. I I, I didn't even like enjoy watching it, but I was just watching it. Like 
I felt like I was brain dead watching that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I was like you know, like when you watch the screen, you're like, like slides just gonna, like you're drooling. Like, uh. isn't the plot of that one supposed to be like they're like FaceTiming each other or something? Like no, well, so movie? that's that's literally the first maybe like ten minutes of the film. That's how it like kind of like opens up mm-hmm. basically. But all it is is just that they're really good. Fr- uh, they dated, then they became really good friends, and like they're kind of like still like each other, but they won't tell each other type of thing. You know what I mean? They're, that's that was the whole thing about that movie of like, oh, we dated once, it didn't work out, so we're just really good friends in aren't, each other's aren't lives. They like fifty now? Why are they why are they doing this? Yeah, no, that's what I, that's that was. <laughs> why they, wait, why they wait, wait, this kind of? That was the weirdest thing. It felt like you know this would have been better with like younger actors. No offense to them, but oh, yeah. like. You know, they're acting like they're young or whatever. And it feels so weird. Like a bunch of twenty four year olds just like (laughs) (laughs) I didn't even know this was a fucking movie. It literally came out like not so long ago, I think. But yeah, no, yeah. The one random Netflix movies like, hey, we can get these two big names Mm -hmm. on our film and make them have them shoot for two weeks, call it a day. Yeah. That that one was yeah, like ass. I I do not recommend. <laughs> no. Oh god. Unless you want to like turn off your brain for a minute. And then after that one, I saw yesterday Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania. Won't go too into deep in depth about it because I know like I think Alex is gonna watch it sometime soon. You can and give me your basic thoughts on it. My basic thoughts are and do not spoil the MCU. I know, I know, no. <laughs> I just, need to know I need to know what happens next. I will, I will watch it first. I will say this. I feel like Ant-Man got a lot of hate, obviously, with, like, the the criticism, the Rotten Tomato, all that. got so much hate. I don't hate it as much. And that might be Mm -hmm. a a hot take. I don't hate it as much because, not because of, like, story-wise, story-wise, it was, you know, not there. But I think the person that saved it was, I'm not even kidding, Jonathan Majors. Like, Kang, Mm -hmm. like, every time he was on screen, you were like, damn, like, this guy... (laughs) This guy right now, here. Damn, that's a sexy black man. <laughs> this guy just <laughs> as fuck in the fucking theaters watching. Like, like you could tell he like put his all into that character Hell and like, yeah. really sold it. Like I'm telling you, like he really sold it. There was a scene like that that where they Paul Rudd and Jonathan Majors fight, and I'm like, oh, you could see like some of the Creed three, you know, that he like you know worked out for that for that film. I was highly anticipating watching Ant Man get his ass handed to him. Oh, you're gonna enjoy That's what it. I want. <laughs> fifty year old, no, yeah, right, fifty year old, past fifty. He's probably already. over fifty, man. Yeah. Know. So, but yeah, I mean, I don't hate it as much as people really, really hate it. I thought it was okay. It seems like the the cool thing is to hate on any Marvel movie right now. Yeah. I mean, I'm not going to be like, eh, don't don't hate on these pieces of cinema. <laughs> no. I don't, know, Again. Don't, don't hate on things where it's not. Yeah. Well, I was, like do, I was doing it before it was a trend. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> See, I was Jamal, the, the originator. I was the realest hater. Uh, but, yeah. So, I mean, that's all I'll say is, like, you know, mm-hmm. I won't because Jonathan Majors did his thing. Kang. Kang fan, so big Kang energy, yeah, and like and like I just felt like you know the purpose of that was just to kind of like push you know the whole MCU phases and all that forward. Oh yeah, so I felt like they fell short in like telling a story that they wanted to tell, in my opinion. But yeah, 
Because this is the this is the one that kicks off Phase Five. Yeah, yeah. Of their film, so far they're not at a great start. Let me see what real quick. Before. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead, go ahead. Yeah, forty seven percent on Rotten Tomatoes, which is wow. uh, compared to the usual Marvel rating is very low. Yeah, but I don't know. They'll be, they'll be fine. Yeah, it's, yeah. I'm sure Guardians of Galaxy three will be good. And I don't know what it is, but they still have not understood the part of like when it's too funny or trying to be too funny it takes away from the film just mm. like when it was with thor mm. so there's gonna be a little bit of that alec just just be aware mm. <laughs> <laughs> he's like i'm already not excited and then let me quickly move on to shows last of us i've been watching that i have not watched the most recent episode episode six right that's the last that's mm-hmm. the most recent one yeah, yeah i haven't seen episode six but i've seen up to episode five and i've caught up on all of abbott elementary go oh, abbott he really loves that shit. I he, do, he, man. I'll see Zach Fox do his little dance. <laughs> <laughs> go, you go, little brother. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but real quick for Jamal, I also saw women talking. Forgot to mention oh, that yes. real quick. And that. yeah, I saw that a few weeks ago. It's been a while since I saw that one, but it was really good. It was a really good contained, like one location sh- sort of sort of film. Mm. But it's still like, yeah, I don't know. It's still still very riveting in the way the way the story is told and the, and the camera movements around them. Nice. Everything is really good. I'd recommend checking that out for sure. I can see why it's nominated for best picture. That has to do with and like it's funny. Am- Amish women, right? I be- yeah, you could call them that. They're like some kind of a religion. I ah, okay, what okay. exactly? But yeah, and uh, yeah, and it takes place in an interesting time period. Okay, I'll leave it at that. Well, and you were kind of shitting on it before. I think <laughs> no, I wasn't. <laughs> I thought you. I thought you. I thought you. I wasn't. Don't you put that on me. <laughs> I was not. Might have been. Wait, I might have been shitting on She Said. Oh. The Harvey Weinstein one. Oh, maybe. That <laughs> 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 seemed a little bit too Hollywood tapping, patting mm. itself on the back for me. I was looking at, I was trying to find my Western name, but I know what I, I know what I watch. So I was, I watched <clears throat> Cherry with Tom Holland. Um, with. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> you watched that? I, yes. Oh, okay. Go ahead. <laughs> it's very rude. I'm like, what's going on? I'm sorry. Jeez. You know, not even look it up. It sounds familiar. Excuse but. me. <laughs> sorry. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Oh goodness. <laughs> and, now, and now he's getting in on. It. Anyway. <laughs> anyway, before I was really interrupted. I'm sorry. I watched Cherry mm-hmm. with Tom Holland, mm-hmm. and I thought that was pretty decent. I think we were talking about Tom Holland a couple episodes ago, where you just see him as Spider Man, mm-hmm. but in that one, like, there's some moments where I'm like, "Damn, if you're not Spider Man and you're doing shit like this, I'm like, all right, dude, like, you could, you could really, like, you could really branch out." So I enjoyed it. I was I watched "Thank You for Your Service" with Miles Teller. That one's another one that I had been wanting to watch and just hadn't found time to watch it or I couldn't find it somewhere, mm-hmm. but I enjoyed that one. I think miles Teller is pretty good. Mm. The, the, I can't remember the guy's name, but like his buddy in there, that guy was going through some shit, man, with his fucking PTSD. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed it. Thought it was pretty good. Then why I watched brothers with Toby Maguire and Jake Gyllenhaal, who mm-hmm. I love. Mm-hmm. And that's just so good. Cause Toby's just so off the hinges and loose. He's great in that one. And that's like three war movies. 
<laughs> like, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know My what man's I like. Bean popping, <laughs> but yeah, Toby. Toby was he was so great. Like when he comes home, yeah. And him and Jake are at the ice skating rink with Toby's wife and their kids, and he's all like, "Did you fuck her?" And Jake's like, "What?" And he's like, "You can tell me, Tommy, if you fucked her." <laughs> he's like. No, I didn't. I didn't fuck her. And then that scene where he's in the kitchen. Oh yeah, and he's just fucking. You know what I did? Not it's like, oh shit, get out of the fucking house, fucking people! Spider Man's going crazy. Yeah. <laughs> You're expecting like him to just shoot a web out and just like <laughs> fling a dish at his fucking wife's head. <laughs> he was going insane, and it sucks because Jake spent a lot of time remodeling that kitchen, mm. and then he just fucking comes in there and just bulldoze that shit. Didn't say like. What happened in my kitchen? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. I was like, what else did I watch? I watched Tar. Mm, uh, yeah. And I can see why that one's nominated. Mm-hmm. You, you, you just see the title of it and you're just like, oh, what is this? Tar. But then you watch it and you're like, oh, shit. Lydia Tar. Like, it's really good. There's a, there's a scene in there where she's talking to this student. She does like a guest speaker. Spoiler alert, people. And... She just starts running this guy down because he's all like, she was like, you like, who was it? Bach? Was it Beethoven? Beethoven? One of those? Yeah. One of those old people. <laughs> one yeah. of those guys. One of those magis- mis- magicians. Musicians. <laughs> hey, maybe they were doing some magic. Beethoven, the goat. The goat of magic. Yeah, he's better than Houdini. <laughs> and so like, she's, she's all like, she's playing a piano and, He's all like, what did he say? He's like, white cis males, just me and I just don't get along. Mm-hmm. And she just just rips this guy, like a new one. And I just love that scene because she says, as the guy's like walking out, she's like, or before that, she was like, don't be, a, don't be so quick to be offended, which a lot of people could probably take note of that. And then she said something like, your, your soul or something, blah, blah, blah like is based off of like social media mm-hmm. and i was like yeah a lot of these people are so i thought i thought the dialogue in there was really good like they kind of mm-hmm. like they sneak in like some jabs and stuff and i i watched it twice and i didn't notice like in that when she's doing her ted talk that what's the name is sitting in the in the crowd oh yeah yeah mm-hmm. and so first time watching it i'm like oh, okay whatever mm-hmm. but then watching it a second time i'm like oh shit that's the fucking the suicide girl and you see and then some scenes you see her in her apartment too like in the background no yeah Gotta like they, they kind of they kind of structure this movie like a horror movie Gotta watch it <laughs> <laughs> so and you, she's you, you she's like the, in uh, yeah yeah she's in the apartment like in the background like no. you'll see her okay like if you go back up like a certain port Huh. <laughs> and then, How did like, I miss that? And then, like when Tar Lydia Tar like running in the the woods and she hears that scream. Yeah, that's her. No, that's like a sound. Well, it's supposed to be her, but it's like a sound bite from a Blair Witch Project. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah, they they just reused the scream from the Blair Witch Project. That's. that's <laughs> they just didn't want to film a scream. Or I don't. I don't know. That like a reference that the directors want to do, or he just thought that was a good scream. I just wanted to reuse it. I don't know. So let me ask you this: Who was the person recording her? Was that the assistant? Because like on in the opening shot, they show the person on the plane, which I assume is the assistant, right? Yeah. And then in her hotel, I assume that would be the I, the assistant. I believe so. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. But shit, now that so was the girl the one putting like that shit 
in like the different places and stuff? Might have been. I had to rewatch it again. I've seen it since like September, I think. Yeah. But yeah. And then the the part where like she's running out, she goes to find the uh, the Russian girl, mm-hmm. and that shit looks sketchy as fuck. And then <laughs> she's like going up the stairs, and she trips and busts her fucking head. Yeah, that was I'm like, <laughs> right. like it just goes back into her. Yeah, <laughs> orchestra is like, <laughs> ignore it. Yeah, just making jokes of it. It's yeah. Like you should have saw the other guy. Oh <laughs> like, uh, yeah. So I watched Tar. I watched Election yesterday. Which is oh Reese Witherspoon yeah, mm-hmm. which is hilarious. Love that movie. Yeah, it's just so it's so nineties. Mm-hmm. Like all that shit happened over high school students trying to become high school fucking president. <laughs> Reese Witherspoon. Like <laughs> lives are fucking ruined over a high school yeah. fucking election. I think they're doing like a sequel to it. They're doing something. Yeah, I'm like Reese Witherspoon returning. She's gonna be like a forty something year old in high school. I I don't know. Like, <laughs> or maybe she has like a I don't know. Maybe she has like a daughter that's running. She has for to. She has yeah. to have a daughter. And she's like, oh, you you gotta do it like this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Maybe Matthew Broderick, even though she lost. Come but, yeah, oh yeah, true. Maybe Matthew Broderick comes back and he's like, oh, this bitch. <laughs> I love like at the end though when he chucks his fucking milkshake at the limo mm-hmm. and just fucking white him and he's like oh fuck like I really just tossed that shit yeah. and he just fucking <laughs> runs out I watched the cable guy and been watching the last of us mm-hmm. haven't watched the latest episode but that show's great yeah nice nice yeah I just wanted to begin to make my rude cut in on cherry that was very rude. I apologize for is because <laughs> the, because I remember watching that movie with a bunch of friends, and that was like one of the funniest experiences I've ever had. Oh damn! Watching a movie was because I it was it was so bad. <laughs> oh, damn. I, th- I thought it was I thought it was uh, decent. Look, <laughs> look, I I agree that Tom Holland was really good in the movie, but he was severely miscast. Is because okay. I don't know. He's like. The dude just looks forever like like Young. a fifteen year old boy. That's true to me. And he's and like as the story progresses, he's like portraying like a grown ass man, especially at the end where they play him off like he's like I don't know like what like thirties or something like that. He definitely had the meth look down. And yeah, he, he looked like. Remember the ending of Nacho Libre when he just <laughs> <laughs> when Nacho smiled. Yeah, was sister Encarnacion. How you say her name? Sister Encarnacion. Encarnacion. Yeah. <laughs> And like, and like, she, he's like looking at it. He's like, <laughs> he looked as Tom Holland looked exactly like that at the end of the movie. <laughs> and I died. But yeah, the whole movie just feels like it's directed by the Russo brothers who did the, the Avengers movies. You can tell like that they're trying to over direct this movie with how like they're trying to be like, oh, we can make cinema too. Yeah. <laughs> Beat that, Scorsese. <laughs> and everything is like the most cinematic thing you've ever seen in your life. Like this from the beginning, it just like it looks like a music video <laughs> for some reason. It, I can I can see that. It is like it is like I don't know. This just they're trying to show like this mundane lifestyle, and then everything it looks like Scott Pilgrim for some reason. <laughs> oh wow! <laughs> yeah. Did they also do Twenty One Bridges? Do you remember that movie? With- they produced it. Oh, they produced it. Okay, they didn't direct that one, but okay. yeah, but I don't know. But it, yeah, I just uh, I, I was entertained <laughs> by that movie, but I did think it was bad. <laughs> it's like it was everything. <laughs> It is the wrong way to. It was like the wrong directing style to go about it, in my opinion. No, well, I enjoyed it. <laughs> I'm glad you did. I, I <laughs> I'm glad you did. <laughs> but off-brand Scorsese. Yeah, the Diet Coke Scorsese. Yeah, Diet Coke. That's what. That's what a lot of that movie felt like. <laughs> but we got a we got a birthday today. 
Not one of ours. Sadly. Unfortunately. Yeah, sadly. Mm. Alec, whose birthday is it? Yes, today is the birthday of the late, great Sidney Poitier. Yeah, today he, yeah, 94 years old, he would have been today. And uh, Sidney Poitier is important because he is the first black actor to win Best Actor at the Academy Awards. He won that in 1964 for uh, Lilies of the Field. Such a long mm. time ago. Yeah. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Crazy to think about. Yeah. It's like not that long ago when we had a first black actor win. And, and in like early 2000s, Halle Berry was the first black actors to win. Mm. And mm. that was like 2000. Was that, was, that for, was that for Monster? Yeah, Monster's Vault. She won for that. A lot of these milestones are pretty recent. But uh, yeah, he was best known for films such as Lilies of the Field, of course, Raging in the Sun, To Serve with Love, and Guess Who's Coming to Dinner. And uh, heat in the night. And actually, thinking about, we're just talking about you people. Like you people, kind of feels like a remake of guess, guess Who's Coming to Dinner, from what I've seen of the trailer. I haven't seen the movie yet, mm. but like this because Guess Who's Coming to Dinner is about kind of like a similar setup or where except it's in reverse. It's like a a black man is dating a white woman, and this whole film they basically go down to San Francisco and he meets their parents for the first time and they're not they're not racist but they're just like they're just kind of like hmm i wonder how people are going to perceive my daughter being in an interracial relationship thinking of like hmm how do we how do we go about this didn't they do a remake with Bernie Mac yeah, Ashton. guess who? Yeah, Ashton Kutcher and Bernie Mac, the the worst version of the and Zoe <laughs> Saldana, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah I did see them. But yeah, guess who's coming to dinner is a really great movie. Check it out. Classic film. But yeah, he no, was that's a good Ashton Kutcher movie. <laughs> no, not guess who. <laughs> 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 but no, uh, he was also he's also knighted and he was also the ambassador of the Bahamas. <laughs> yeah, so he's a legend. He's all he was also a director. And yeah, so he just did a lot of things. Activist. He just did a lot of things that that helped out, you know, the people of color in cinema. So happy birthday to him. Happy yes, birthday. And rest in yes. peace to him. He passed away January sixth last year. So R. I. P. and happy birthday. Yes. Yeah. But let's get into let's get into some some John motherfucking Burgundy. This is the news. John Burgundy. <laughs> John Burgundy. News. News. John Burgundy. This is news with John Burgundy. Bitches. Jonathan hit that Millie Rock. Mm. <laughs> so, welcome back, folks, to John Burgundy. I am going to start off with the box office reports. We got number one from the weekend of February 17th through the 19th Ant Man and the Wasp Quantumania coming in at 105.5 million. Then we got Avatar The Way of Water with 6.5 million. Magic Mike's Last Dance at 5.5 million. I know Alec loved that movie. I haven't seen the movie. I know. One. <laughs> He's going to go see it live with the, the live stripper ones. First <laughs> I like watching Channing Tatum dance. Dance, dance. Then after that, we got Puss in Boots The Last Wish at 5.3 million. And then at last we have Knock at the Cabin with four with four million dollars. Mm-hmm. Interesting because, mm-hmm. like I've said before, I haven't seen Ant Man and Quantumania just yet, but I saw that they did well at the box of it. But I guess it's like underperforming just a tad. Mm-hmm. Like it was supposed to do like one hundred fifty million, but it was only making like one hundred twenty over a weekend or something like that. I, I would. Ant Man's never mm-hmm. been like. 
<clears throat> the big one of the bigger sub yeah. genres yeah. of the MCU. So I was gonna say I would love to underperform with 120 million. <laughs> I, would, I would love for my my <laughs> movie to make right, 500 yeah. million dollars for it to be a failure. You know that's a flop. <laughs> tell, tell my bank account that <laughs> I made enough money to help a small country. Yeah, but no, <laughs> not enough. Not enough. <laughs> enough is never enough. Yeah, Avatar still. Up there, yeah. I remember Knock at the Cabin knocked it up number one spot when it when it first came out. Knock at the Cabin did. Mm. So I thought I thought it was gonna be Ant Man was gonna do the job, but nope. M Night Shyamalan said, "Fuck you," you know, and came in Batista man, <laughs> Batista, the power of the animal. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my yeah. goodness! So we got official now Oscar mm-hmm. nominations. Mm-hmm. Yep. So uh, Jonathan, why don't you go ahead and read off? the nominations and then we got some controversy here yeah Yeah. so i'll get into that one after i'm with done with all the categories and i guess as we go we can all say our each category yeah and say our i guess picks of who we think it's gonna win or are we just gonna Uh, we can talk about who we think we're gonna we can we can do a official lockdown before the oscars of course okay yeah yeah all right, so oh, hold on, real yeah. quick. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. I did watch the Banshees of Inshallah. Oh, right. right, that too. I forgot yes. about that one. Oh, go we ahead. can talk about yes. that. Yeah. So we got nominees for actress in a supporting role. We have Angela Bassett in. Whoa, 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 whoa. Oh, what are where are you reading? Huh? Are you doing it on your phone? Yeah, yeah. I have. I I got the made um, the duck for you. Yeah, because I'm looking like, wait, what? <laughs> So while he pulls it up, I'll just <laughs> I'll just get it started. So <laughs> for best lead actor, we got Austin Butler and Elvis, Colin Farrell, the Banshees of Sharon, Brendan Fraser as the whale or in the whale not as the whale. He is the whale. Well, he is the whale. Technically. <laughs> Paul Mascow in After Sun mm-hmm. or Bill Nahi 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 in, in <laughs> Very li- British name in living. I will start out. And I enjoy Colin Farrell in Banshees of Inner Sharon. Yeah. But I don't think it'll be enough. I'm going to say Austin Butler in El- as Elvis. Mm-hmm. It's going to be my pick. You know, looking at this, I was surprised, but very happy to see Paul Mescal get in here for Afterson because I thought he was fantastic in it. And it's definitely the most subtle performance out of all these, next to Colin Farrell, probably. But I have not seen Living just yet with Bill Nighy. Nahe. Nahe. But I'm, oh, I'm looking forward to it. But yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing Living. But I will also say, even though it seemed to be the Brendan Fraser show for a bit, but it's looking like Austin Butler's been ranking in more love for more wins. And it's a, it's a much more liked movie than The Whale, I've noticed. So I'm gonna I'm gonna potentially say Austin Butler might take this as well. Uh, yeah, I'm agree with you guys. Austin Butler, he's been he's been winning. I think was it a- after after the the British Awards or something like that. The BAFTA, yeah, he the won BAFTA, last yeah, night. he won mm-hmm. last night too. So, you know, he's 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 been ranking all these wins. I'm just saying, if he wins the SAG, which is a Screen Actors Guild Award, yeah, which is coming up soon, yeah, is that tonight? Might be in a while, a while. But yeah, if he wins that one, then it's pretty much a done deal. It's crazy too. Like I thought it was kind of eh, okay. But, well, Elvis, yeah. Are you are you good now, or you want me to? Yeah, I, I can take it from here. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, my uh, substitute. So next we have Best Lead Actress. Yeah. We have Kate Blanchett in Tar, Ana de Armas in Blonde, 
Andrea Riseborough. Riseborough in Two Led Williams in The Fablemans. Michelle Yao in Everything Everywhere All at Once. What are we feeling? Well, who do you think? You're probably let me I can probably guess who you're gonna say. Michelle Yao. Yes. Okay. I would say oh yeah, I would say Michelle Yao. Because that's like your greatest movie that you've ever seen. Yeah. <laughs> but but I mean I haven't seen Tar yet, but the way you guys are, you know, talking about it, which is why I want to see Tar. Because I want to kind of like compare, I guess, like the yeah. two. Because I think, and I could be wrong, it'll be between, you know, no no disrespect to any of these actresses, but it'll be between either Kate Black, Kate, Kate Blanchett, Michelle Yao, or Michelle Williams. Because I also heard some good things about the Fablemans. But from what I'm hearing, most people talk about is Kate Blanchett and Tar and Michelle Yao and everything everywhere. All at once. Well, I'm gonna go with Kate Blanchett and Tar. Mm. Having watched that, I think she was phenomenal. So I, that's what I'm gonna go with. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. Yeah, looking at each of these, it's a bit of a tougher one than I would say best actor. I feel like best actor is pretty much locked at this point. Mm-hmm. But best lead actress is back and forth between Kate Blanchett and Michelle Yao. Yeah. But when but we'll discuss the Andrea Riseborough thing in a little bit because right. her her thing was caught a bit of a caught a bit of a, a bit of heat. Mm-hmm. But uh, but yeah, Michelle Williams was great in The Fablemans for sure. Uh, the Amas was great too and Blonde. But Kate Blanchett has won before, so maybe I don't know. This the way I'm just thinking in the way they think. Exactly, mm-hmm. like the like, politics of yeah. it all and all that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, well, she's won before. She doesn't need another <laughs> she one. She's won need, two. She doesn't need, she need another one. We got to get Michelle Yeah one. She's been around for a very long time. And I think that would be the feel-good story. Yeah. But mm-hmm. I don't know, man. But you know what? The, the love behind everything everywhere is, is very strong. So I, I will say Michelle Yeoh for this oh, one. Okay, <laughs> so we got two for Michelle Yeoh on that yeah. one. We know things. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> all right well when Kate blanchett wins i'm just saying <laughs> don't try to jump on the bandwagon here <laughs> i do love Kate blanchett the tar though she was terrific moving on to best supporting actor we have brandon gleason in the banshees of inishirin he's gonna cut off his fingers i don't even oh okay i'm, cut off I'm so i'm he's, so glad you said that you didn't know which one it was <laughs> <laughs> like, he's the best friend i was like yeah who we got brian tyree henry in Causeway, mm. Judd Hirsch in The Fablemans, Barry Keegan in Keegan, 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 Keegan. <laughs> in Banshees of Inisherin, and Ki Hoi Kwan, yeah, in Everything Everywhere All at Once. So if, I mean, I'm just gonna say here, I think this is Ki Hoi Kwan's award to take, but there's a lot of other great performers in here too. Like I think Barry Keegan was in Banshee's and Share and he was fantastic. He played the, the younger kid. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. he played the the one that was like ahead of simping for his, his yeah, sister. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Goes that dream. <laughs> <laughs> but I thought he's well, I always had my eye on him for a long time because he's a, I think he's a really fantastic actor. He was in The Green Knight and he was recently, he recently played the Joker in the, the Batman the Robert Pattinson version. He was he he was mm. briefly in that. Yeah. At the end? Mm-hmm. Yeah. He was briefly that for a little bit. Mm. <laughs> I was like, wait, what? <laughs> Cause I when you said Joker, I was thinking Oh no, not Walking Phoenix. Yeah. No. And so yeah. I was like, wait a minute. Joker in the How Batman. could that be? <laughs> I'm gonna have to go back and watch. Yeah. <laughs> but they they also released a deleted scene that featured him more. Mm-hmm. That was really good. 
And, but yeah, and Judd Hirsch and the Fablemans, he did that movie for like five minutes. Mm, uh, fucking nomination. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> yeah. He was really great in it too. He he played a Spielberg's uncle in the film. And uh, it was cool to see Brian Tyree Henry get in here. I haven't seen Causeway yet, but Brian Tyree Henry is one of those actors where he's always really good. And I'm always, and it's like, he's going to get an Oscar nomination eventually. He's from Atlanta, isn't he? Yeah, he played Paperboy. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. I was Mm -hmm. like, that name sounds familiar. Yeah. And yeah, he's like one of those actors. I'm like, he's going to get nominated for something big. Well, I'm going to just say him. Yeah, I haven't, I haven't seen the, I'm sure he's really great in the film. I haven't seen his film just yet, but I will soon. That's the, I feel like, is that the one with Jennifer Lawrence? Okay. Yeah. 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 Where they're in the pool and shit. Yeah. And Brendan Gleeson was also great in the Banshees and the Sharon too. I like the way he cut his fingers. You know, <laughs> that was that was real extreme, and I'm sure we'll talk about that. Yeah, at, at some point. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, I will say Ki Hui Kwan is the winner for this. I agree. Well, I I said Brian Tyree Henry. So again, don't jump on that bandwagon. When the train, I mean, that'd be shocking when the train <laughs> when the train starts to leave the station. <laughs> yeah. Okay, <laughs> moving on to best supporting actress. We have. Angela Bassett in Black Panther with Kinda Forever. I'm gonna just stop you right there. Angela Bassett had one of the greatest albums of all time. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So. Okay, Mr. Davis. So. Wake yeah. up, Mr. Davis. Okay, we got Hong Chow in The Whale. <laughs> yeah, all right. Yeah. We got Carrie Carrie Condon. Condon yeah. in uh, The Banshees of Inisherin. Jamie Lee Curtis, yeah. Everything Everywhere All at Once. And Stephanie Sue yeah. in Everything Everywhere All at Once. We'll have Jamal. Oh. Say <laughs> I'm going to go Angela Bassett. Mm. Oh, right. Uh, right what? You did say that. Yeah. Yeah. But I, yeah. I think I think she <laughs> I think she was great in that one. And I think I think she's going to. And listen, Jamie Lee and Stephanie's. What does that mean? Yeah. You didn't like him that much? No, I did. I just couldn't pronounce her last name. Oh. <laughs> you played Stephanie it all. Shoe. Shoe? Shoe, yeah, I believe. I'm just gonna go on before I get in trouble. But I'm gonna say Angela Bassett. I think she was I think she was really solid in, in what's name. And actually, you know what, real quick, what's her name I think should have at least got a nod for her portrayal in Black Panther. Oh, mm. uh, uh, Letitia Wright? No, no, no. Wait, is that Sue is that Suey? Who? The 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 sister. Oh, Sherry, yeah. Yeah, Sherry, yeah, that's hot. Sherry. Yeah. I think yeah. she I think she should have got a, a, a nomination for best lead. Mm. Because she to me like that was a star making performance, especially under the circumstances that they had to deal with. Yeah. And like to go from her being a supporting actress yeah. in the first one to pretty much damn near carrying the damn thing. The lead. You know what I mean? And mm. she and it it felt like damn like she could have let the first one Mm -hmm. you know so i think she should have got at least a nomination but Mm -hmm. so i'm gonna say angela bassett Mm. yeah i'll say we know who you're going you're going with stephanie too stephanie i'm going with stephanie okay I'm staying there. He's, he's a stand for them. I was going to say, is it just safe to say that anytime everywhere's on here, you're just going to go with them? So we know to just quickly just go get you. I out don't of the know. Way. It might. It might. It might not. No, it's a lie. No, I'm serious. <laughs> it depends on who they. <laughs> That's a lie. Yeah, looking at this again, this is a great category. I think. Yeah, Bo Stephanie Hsu, I think was one of the standouts of everything everywhere for sure. Jamie Lee Curtis was good. Carrie Condon was great. She played the sister. Mm-hmm. In that movie, she was really great. Hong Chow Noel was fantastic, but I'm gonna have to go with Jamal here. Ooh. 
pick Angela Bassett. You see, he got on that fucking bandwagon. Oh, (laughs) he's like, like, you know what? (laughs) (laughs) There's such a powerhouse in that film. Yeah, did so much in every scene that she did. It's like, yeah, extremely memorable. Mm -hmm. And uh, she's, I mean, she's been long overdue for an Oscar anyway. So Mm. since she was back in the day when she was nominated for playing Tina Turner, I was, yeah, I was gonna say, come on, man, yeah. She that's an iconic. She should have ate the fucking cake though. Yeah, she should eat the cake, Patty May. <laughs> oh god! Oh god! <laughs> Jamal, Jamal's like, oh yes, of course, yes, bitch. And then, and like, oh my god, what is this? So violent. What is this reference? <laughs> Don't do that. <laughs> okay, well, we got best adapted screenplay, y'all. Mm-hmm. You ready to hear this? We got. All Quiet on the Western Front, screenplay by Edward Berger, Leslie Patterson, and Ian Stockel. Stockel? Yeah. Yeah. Sure. We got Glass Onion, <laughs> A Knives Out Mystery, written by Ryan Johnson. Living, written by Kazu. Kazuo Ishiguro. Kazuo Ishiguro. And Top Gun Maverick, screenplay written by Aaron Kruger, Eric Warren Singer, and Christopher Mc. Yeah, a story by Peter Craig and Justin Marks, and lastly we have Women Talking, screenplay by Sarah Polly. You know, I was thinking about. I think it'd be amazing if Top Gun Maverick would win, but I don't think it was going to win. But mm. now, uh, break it. Best adapted screenplay. What are we? What is that? It's like basically is a based on based on a book, comic okay. book, uh, book or a previous story. Previous told. story, yeah. Like Top Gun Maverick and Glass Onion are sequels, so it's like adapting. Hmm. And it char- could also be adapting the characters of okay, yeah. And it co- isn't it also like if they if it's a remake, like because you said All Quiet on the Front, they did it before, so that's why it's, yeah, it's yeah, best it's adapted. Re- yeah. I mean, it's based on a book too, but yeah. Oh, okay, okay, okay. But yeah, so yeah, best adapted screenplay just means adapting something. All Quiet on the Western Front, I call it. I was about to say, it might be, I'm going to say, because it's been done oh, before, because it's all quite a whisper right. been done before, I would probably say women talking. Hmm. Hmm. I'm, I'm, hmm. I'm kind of leaning toward... I want to say All Quiet on the Western Front as well, mm-hmm. but I'm going to go with Top Gun. I think Top Gun is definitely going to have oh. a, have a, a decent showing. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if it starts here. That is, yeah, that, that was a strong script, though. I know I've seen some people complain about it because, you know, it's the big action movie. Mm-hmm. But I think it's a really strong script. It is. Yeah, it's really well-structured so. dialogue and everything. It's, just, it's a tight, it's a tight, well-made script. Yeah. That shit was tight. Okay. Tight like a toy guy. <laughs> <laughs> we, got, we got Best Original Screenplay, Banshees of Inishirin, written by Martin McDonough. Mm-hmm. We got Everything Everywhere All at Once, written by the Daniel Kwan and Daniel Shinert. Shinert. The Daniels. The Daniels, yeah. The Daniels. <laughs> we got The Fablemans, written by Steven Spielberg and Tony Kushner. Yeah. Tar, written by Todd Field and Triangle of... Sadness, written by Ruben Ostlin. Ruben Ostlin, yeah. Ostlin. 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 Do you not hear me right? <laughs> I'm going to say Tar. Tar? Yeah. That's a good pick. See, this is where I have a bit of issue. Just You're because... just going to pick everything everywhere all at once. No, no, no. This is where I have a little bit of issue because I haven't seen The Famous, I haven't seen Tar, and I haven't seen Triangle Sadness. So, I have... I'm gonna go with what I've watched. Everything, everywhere, all at once. 
I like how you just that was your way of just Wait, have picking you seen it. Banshees though. Yes, yeah, I have. Yeah, okay, let's make sure. Yeah, I've seen that one. Uh-huh. But I mean, this is this is the hard part because I've heard all these all these the hard, ones are great. Hard part choosing on my favorite movie of yes. all time. <laughs> you know what? Okay, I, I take mine back. Oh, I'm a, right. I'm a, I'm gonna go with the Fablemans. Now, if now if they win, you're gonna you're gonna celebrate like you picked them. <laughs> what do you mean? I did. <laughs> No, you oh, just oh, oh, oh. you mean you mean the the everything everywhere? Yeah. Oh, okay. I will still celebrate for them, even though I got it wrong. Yeah. And are are these locked, or are you gonna lock them? I mean, later? they're not locked yet. Yeah, but we'll make our official locks before the show, <laughs> yes. before the Oscars. Thank you. But like right as they're announced. <laughs> <laughs> it's like no. I knew I picked it. <laughs> I gotta do. It. I gotta put money on this. <laughs> <laughs> but but yeah, looking through these, it's all great scripts. Mm-hmm. For sure. In terms of like pure originality, everything everywhere all at once would be the winner, but I would maybe think Banshees will take this. Mm. I like that we all have a different one. Mm-hmm. All different. We're all unique human beings. Are we? <laughs> Are we? Are we now? We got best cinematography, all quiet on the Western Front, James Friend, Bardo, False Chronicle of A Handful of Truths. Darius Konji. Konji. That's a that's that's a mouthful. We got Elvis, Mandy Walker, mm-hmm. Empire of Light, Roger Deakins, Tar, Florian Hoffmeister. I mean, you got a heavy hitter just sitting there in Dinkins. Yeah, that's, that's what I was thinking too. <laughs> as soon as goat, I read dude. that name, man, you know, you like, know it. Like, I haven't even seen the goddamn movie. I'm sure it's beautiful. Yeah, like everybody <laughs> else like, is just like shitting like, a God damn. Ah, like heat, like he, he, are we sure he had it this year? It's like, it's, like, it's not fair. It's the right year. Well, it made, he, he made the criteria. <laughs> <laughs> the other, the other cinematographer's like, this ain't fair. <laughs> I was looking at all of these. These are, you know, I just have a, I just have a, a gripe just because I think the Batman should be in here. Hmm. And even Top Gun, I think. Could yeah. Yeah. Top Gun with that, just the, that one, like when he was in the airplane alone mm-hmm. and they just recreated a whole ass, the look of an eighties film. Yeah. Looking, yeah. Like trying too hard, but yeah, looking at this, Oh, of course, Deacons is there. He's the, <laughs> but he's just the, the goat. But the I haven't shadow just hanging. Over <laughs> <laughs> I haven't heard anything too amazing about Empire of Light, but I'm gonna have to say this is between All Quiet on the Western Front and Elvis. This is a tough one. Maybe it could be Elvis. Hmm. I'm gonna go with All Quiet on the Western Front. I feel like with a good war movie, like the cinematography, it, like it puts you right there. Key. And so it, yeah, it has to be key for mm-hmm. it to work. So I'm going to go all quiet. I'm going to go with all quiet on the Western front as well. Just when I think of all quiet on the Western front, that one shot of like the foxes, like that opening shots of like, mm-hmm. just like different stuff, man, it's like pure artistry. So all quiet on the Western front. Yeah. I'm just going to say Elvis just because star it, power. I mean the star power. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> as in like because it has the the name of like Elvis. Like it's not that. This is like this is like there's going through like different eras and there's mm. so much and there's so much so many like goddamn like setups camera because I think they like shot like a full 
full on Elvis concert with Elvis, Austin Butler. So they set up like multiple cameras around the arenas or like, you know, stages and stuff like that. Was and, it the one where he's like on like live TV? Yeah, and then, okay, like the, yeah. And then the, when he was I live, want Santa. <laughs> <laughs> I want the Santa Claus. <laughs> and he was live, and he was live doing the uh, Las Vegas stuff. So this is like recording like an actual concert mm. and mm. stuff like that. I think that might, and it was like very vibrant mm-hmm. and all kinds of movement. It's like just thinking about it, it was like it was like maybe they'll give it to it because it's the most cinematography <laughs> out of all the entire list. Even though I, I do agree to the. Uh, Cinematography and all quiet on the Western Front is amazing. So that would be my second pick. But yeah. We got best film editing. We got the Banshees of Sharon, Mikael E.G. Nielsen, Elvis, Matt Villa, and Jonathan Redman. Everything Everywhere All at Once. Paul Rogers, Tar, Monica Willey, Top Gun Maverick, Eddie Hamilton. I'm going to say Top Gun mm-hmm. because I think that kind of like the scene where Tom Cruise is running that course. And just watching it to me, I was like, holy shit. Like, mm-hmm. That felt like you're right there. Yeah. And it felt like the other actors, like they were really, it felt like they were really watching Tom like do that shit. Just the way that they were cutting back and forth and their expressions and everything. So I'm going to say Top Gun. For me, I'm like debating between three, only because I haven't seen Tar, but Elvis, Everything Everywhere All at Once and Top Gun. Top Gun, I definitely agree with Jamal because of, like, like you're watching this, like, big blockbuster film and, like, you have to feel it. You know, you have to feel like you're in part of the action. You're part of this Air Force type thing. But everything, everywhere, all at once just had a lot of, like, stuff happening to it. Like, there was, like, like not just <laughs> okay, a, we're, 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 we're making fun of him for the whole everything, everywhere thing, but he's right. No, yes, listen. Just, yeah, like, aside yeah. from all the action, when it goes from, like, what is it called? Like, you know what? I'm going to just stick with everyone all at once. Because, only because, like, if you see it, you see yeah, that, right? Yeah, yeah, So, you know how they go from costume changes when she's in the air, boom, boom. Like, it's just a bunch of, like, yeah. I'm not saying it's not. No, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. I know, I know. It's just, you praised it as, like... <laughs> the greatest movie it's that you've the ever holy seen. grail yeah it's, it's the greatest movie that you've ever seen so i just figure like you're they're gonna sweep everything the word for you. everything like you're gonna boycott if they don't win a, <laughs> a bunch of shit <laughs> so. yeah all these are great choices mm-hmm. banshee's in the share and interesting just because it's not the most showy editing but, mm-hmm. it's, but it has like you know a good pacing comedy right is always like a always like a big thing because you know we don't land a joke Joke doesn't come across as it's a bad movie, but they they land all the jokes pretty much for me. And Elvis, everything everywhere, Tar, Top Gun, Maverick. To me, it's between shit. It <laughs> <laughs> my Top Gun, Maverick might take it. I would say so. Yeah, for me, it's like between that and Elvis again. I just feel like just because Elvis very beloved right now. So I'm gonna have to go I, back and watch Elvis. Elvis is a I think it, even though I don't think it's like the best, it's definitely not the best movie for sure. But I think it's like on a technical level, mm. technical level, I can see why it got nominated so much. But yeah, also had like that quick cut editing style mm. and going between time periods and stuff like that, transitions and all that. So yeah, I would say yeah, I would say between Top Gun and Elvis. We also got best international feature film, All Quiet on the Western Front, Germany, mm-hmm. Argentina, 1985, Brazil. Just kidding, Argentina. America. Close, <laughs> Close Belgium. Mm-hmm. EO. EO. Or is it EO? Oh. EO. Okay, Poland. And we got The Quiet Girl, 
Ireland. I mean, I mean, we, we pretty much know what it is, even though yeah. Argentina's in there. That son of a bitch, <laughs> <laughs> those racist motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fine, Yes, yeah, I agree. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I will, and I if was, they don't I was, win, I will third that. Mm-hmm. And if they don't win. We gonna boycott it. I'm <laughs> gonna boycott it in the middle of the show. <laughs> We're gonna stop the whole show. We got best original song applause from "Tell It Like a Woman." Music and lyric by Diane Warren. "Hold My Hand" from Top Gun Maverick. Music and lyrics by Lady Gaga and Blood Pop. We got "Lift Me Up" from Black Panther. "Wakanda Forever." Music by Thames, Rihanna, Ryan Coogler, and Ludwig Gorison, right? Gorison? Yeah. And lyric by Thames and Ryan Coogler. We got Natu, Natu from RRR. Music by M.M. Kiravini. Mm-hmm. And lyric by Shadrabos. We This is Life from Everything Everywhere All at Once. Music by Ryan Lott, David Byrne, and Mitski. Mitski. And lyrics by Ryan Lott and David Byrne. Not to, not to, baby! Oh, that's right. Keep on forgetting that. I guess I'll just go with that one. I can't even really remember. Like, <laughs> You don't remember a Lift Me Up from Black Panther? I remember a little bit of Ariana. it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to go with Not To, Not To. For me, it's between Lift Me Up or Not To, Not To. But in spirit of RRR, I'm going to give Not To, Not To. It's probably going to be Lift Me Up. Another, <laughs> another lose for Diane Warren. Has been nominated twelve times in this category. She might as well just give Jeez. up. <laughs> We're sorry, Queen. I would not even be showing up. Like, you nominate me twelve times and I don't win. I, like, just, I might as well come. Yeah, just fuck you, man. Give me a good a good dinner. While yeah, give me a good seat at least. Yeah, give me a decent <laughs> seat. Don't put me in the fucking me, back. Where I, if I do me. win, I gotta walk a mile to the fucking stage. Too, <laughs> they're gonna seat her. Nick, they're gonna seat her next the, to like let me backups. Let me sit the Woody Harrelson. Yeah. Or something. <laughs> somebody I can talk to all night. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Best visual effects category. We got All Quiet on the Western Front. Frank Petzold, Victor. Muller, Marcus Frank, and Camille Jafar. Yeah. Avatar of the Way of Water, Joe Lettery. Joe Lettery? Lettery. Lettery. Richard Bain- Bainham. Bainham. Mm-hmm. Eric Sandon. Sandon? Sandon. And Daniel Barrett. The Batman, Don Lemon. Russell. Dan? Dan. Oh, oh, Lord. I'm like reading through Dan <laughs> Lemon. <laughs> Russell. Get entire, getting tired, buddy. <laughs> Let me help you out. <laughs> Anders Langlands and Dominic Tui. Black Panther, Rapunzel Forever, Jeffrey Bauman, Craig Hammock, R. Christopher White, and Dan Siddick. Top Gun Maverick, Brian Tudhop, or Tudhope, Seth Hill, Brian Litson, and Scott R. Fisher. I think this one is far and away going to Avatar. What you mean? <laughs> <laughs> no, well, I, I I mean, like they're just gonna open the envelope and it's gonna say Avatar. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> if Dune was any like show of 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 this, I think yeah, Avatar is gonna. I mean, this Avatar: The Way of Water is the visual effects movie of the century. So yeah. <laughs> it's gonna wait. It doesn't even be dominated. It's gonna be dominated every single. It's called this it the, is Avatar, the, whole the James century. Cameron yeah. Award, right? <laughs> 
But yeah, we all agree, Avatar. Mm-hmm. That's funny. And I'll take over for you, Javin. I know you're sleepy. <laughs> Best animated feature film. Guillermo del Toro's Pinocchio. Dir- dir- director Guillermo del Toro. Mark Gustafson. Gary Unger. Alex Buckley. Marcel the Shell with Shoes On. Director Dean Fleischer Camp. Elizabeth Holm. Andrew Goldman. Carolyn Kaplan. And Paul Mezzi. Puss in Boots, The Last Wish. Joel Crawford and Mark Swift. The Sea Beast, Chris Williams and Jed Schlanger. Turning Red, Dom Shi and Lindsay Collins. What you guys think for that one? Well, I haven't seen any of these, so I don't. <laughs> Puss in Boots. <laughs> I have seen all of these except The Sea Beast. You said Puss in Boots, John, though? Yeah. I'm going to go for Guillermo del Toro's Pinocchio. Even though but, I didn't really love Puss in Boots last wish, but I think Guillermo del Toro is going to take this one. What is What, what was the song in that one? Ciao, papa. Ciao, papa. Like, what like what the hell what is going on this is why you never watch it <laughs> but now nah, be able to talk Pinocchio is a great film with pushing boots the last wish also a great film but i think yeah. that's pinocchio is gonna take this one i'm hoping for pushing boots but now thinking about it stop animation stop motion, that's, yeah. yeah that's like for a whole different thing yeah you might win it but I'm, <laughs> but I'm still hopeful are you gonna plan on watching any of these if I'm on Disney Plus and Turning Red is on there as like the first thing that I just instantly click, <laughs> it should be maybe. <laughs> maybe maybe they will just because you know how Oscar seasons is coming maybe. up and they like try to promote it. For uh, people if, to watch it on sure if, if I have to go searching for Guillermo's Pinocchio, that's probably not going to happen. It's a fantastic, I, and it it might be. I'm not saying <laughs> it might be. Marcel the Shell with shoes on. It just sounds stupid to me. That was a great one. Well, I don't like the name. It sounds sad. <laughs> it, it looks <laughs> sad. It is a feel-good movie. Is uh, it? it is cute. It looks P- so sad. Puss in Boots. Yeah, okay. And <laughs> The Sea Beast. Schlanger. No. <laughs> Disrespecting his last name. Jed Schlanger. <laughs> so that that's a no. Probably. Okay. Oh, Best original score, I'll call on the Western Front. Volker Bertelman. Babylon, Justin Hurwitz. Banshees and Sharon, Carter Burwell, Everything Ever All at Once, Sun Lux, and The Fable Wins, John Williams. And of course, the same thing with the cinematography category where it's like you got the goat in there. Who? John Williams. Oh. Mm. You don't know who he is? No. Oh my yeah. God. <laughs> what the fuck? Let me. <laughs> okay, just look. Look at his. Okay, you'll, you'll know who he is. That is the composer, <laughs> film dun, composer. Dun, 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 dun. Okay. You're embarrassing the show right now. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. I know I know him then. <laughs> I know all these movies. <laughs> I've heard some of his some of his score. <laughs> he did the indie film Star Wars. But see, see, he's got a lot of Star Wars. I don't like Star Wars. Jaws. Home Alone. Yeah. Home Alone 2. Now we're talking. <laughs> okay. Did he also do the terminal? He did. Yeah. He did a lot of classics. So he's just a he's just like Spielberg's right hand man. Yeah. Oh yeah, pretty much. Okay. Well. <laughs> Jamal's just like unimpressed. <laughs> <laughs> the greatest, the greatest <laughs> film composer of all time. He's like, eh. <laughs> I mean, Jurassic Park. I, I do, I do. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> We're gonna get so much hate for this. 
Hey, ask me if I give a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't know cinema. This, this this has to be a question on the on the promo. Do you know John Williams? I mean, but that's such a like generic name, though. John Williams, I guess. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. We're, we're damn near close to John Doe at that point. Like, I just feel like you hear the name John Williams. I feel like anyone that likes movies is like, oh yeah, I thought he was black. <laughs> John, would like, he did do the color purple, so maybe. Hey, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> okay, anyways, back to the <laughs> after Jamal disrespected <laughs> this entire show. <laughs> but I'm gonna go with I'll go with Babylon for this one. Best original score. So you just disrespected him too. <laughs> I mean, again, it's like he's the goat, so of course he's gonna get nominated. If I would say that Payton's not his best. Oh. <laughs> okay, but I'm, but I'm shitting on him. <laughs> I mean, you should. I mean, if you know Roger Deakins, then you should know who John Williams. But, but I'm shitting. But I'm shitting on him. <laughs> does that mean? You, does that mean he's got your vote? No. <laughs> no <I don't> <laughs> nah, yeah, I'll probably vote for him. <laughs> okay, I'm, I'm going for uh, Babylon as well. Even though all quiet was in front, you know. Well, nah, no, nah. but you know, Babylon just has that like. Mm, Mm. Well, I'm telling you right now, don't hop on this bandwagon when the goat John Williams wins. Okay, because I'll tell you guys. I mean, right if he now, does, I'll, I'll clap. I'll tell yeah, you guys right I now. Said. I was the first one on that train. <laughs> I had no idea who he was. <laughs> I had no idea who he was, but when I saw his uh, yeah. his resume, after I saw his, uh, his IMDb filled with yeah. unimpressive <laughs> music, apparently. <laughs> Hot take, all his shit is trash. <laughs> oh, shit. That's a major, a major hot take. Don't get this show canceled. <laughs> That's a joke, people. Oh, just, just in case. Someone's going to take it seriously. Just in case you didn't know. Oh, God. And best director, Martin McDonough, The Banshee's Anna Sharon, Daniel Kwan, and Daniel Scheinhardt, The Daniels, Everything Everywhere All at Once, Steven Spielberg, The Fablemans. Have you heard of him? Jamal? Who? Spielberg Steven. Spielberg Steven. I just. <laughs> hey, look at his IMDb. Let's check it out. Let's see who this guy is. <laughs> I don't I don't. Spiel, we talked about him on the show before. But, Spielberg you know. Steven? Yeah. Okay. Let's see here. Stefan Spielberg. I've never seen any of this shit. <laughs> <laughs> and Todd Field for Tar. Ruben Osland for uh, Triangle of Sadness. I'm going to. I'm going to say Tar. I haven't. Topfield. I haven't. Yeah. Oh, my bad. Yeah. Topfield. Tar, Tar herself. I haven't, I haven't seen the Fablemans yet. So, mm-hmm. so I'll, I'll go with Tar. I, while I enjoyed Banshees of Sharon, I don't know if it's there for best director. I could see everything everywhere all at the, once. The winning performance it. movie. Yeah. Banshees is, he directed performance is really strong. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, but I, I think, I think Tar is just, it's kind of a complete, you know, complete thing. So. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How about you, John? <sighs> Go with the goat, Steven Spielberg. You haven't even seen the Fablemans, though, right? I haven't. He's basing it on his name. Yeah. Nothing, name, wrong, name, wrong, wait. nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that, for sure. Yeah. But I, I'm going to watch it. I need to watch it. I need to watch them. But, yeah, I'd be happy. I'd be happy if Spielberg won. But, I, I mean, he doesn't need it, for sure. He's already won a couple, and he's like, you know praise of the greatest director of all time so mm-hmm. but uh, this might surprise you but something happened the other night oh with the daniels 
they uh, they recently had their the Directors Guild of America Awards. And guess who won? The Daniels. Yes. Wow. So mm. based on that and yeah. the love and the love behind everything everybody all wants, it might be the Daniels. And this might be the first time a duo has won best director, honestly. Mm. That'd be interesting. You mean the Russo brothers have won? No, I had <laughs> <laughs> it for their award winning work on Cherry. <laughs> <laughs> You said Cherry. <laughs> <laughs> that, 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 I remember they were trying to campaign that movie. That campaign went nowhere. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah, Jonathan. <laughs> but yeah, I, I will say the Daniels for this one. Okay. And best picture. Last but not, but not least. least. We're here. And your nominees for best picture are. Oh, quite on the Western Front. <laughs> Mal- Malte Grunart, producer. Avatar The Way of Water, James Cameron and John Landau, producers. The Banshees and the Sharon, Graham Broadbent, Peter Serzin, and Martin McDonough, producers. Elvis, Baz Luhrmann, Catherine Martin, Gail Berman, Patrick McCormick, and Shiler Weiss, producers. Everything Everywhere All at Once, The Daniels, and Jonathan Wang, Producers, The Fablemans, Christy Makosko Krieger, Steven Spielberg, and Tony Kushner. Producers, Tar, Todd Field, Alexandra Milchin, and Scott Lambert. Producers, Top Gun Maverick, Tom Cruise, Christopher Quarry, David Ellison, Jerry Brookhammer. Producers, Triangle of Sadness, Eric Hammerdorf, and Philip Bober. Producers, Women tar- Talking, Dee Dee Gardner, Jeremy Kleiner. Francis McDormand producers. So, fellers, what are we thinking? Might you win best picture? This one's tough. Yeah, it is. This one's real tough. <sighs> Everything it wore all at once. As your actual pick? Yeah. Okay. Has to be. I'm tempted to I'm tempted to say tar. Mm-hmm. Part of me part of me would like to see Top Gun win. That'd be amazing. Right. Just because I think it would just be so not out of left field, but I don't think a lot of people would be like, oh, shit. Left field like Todd Field. Oh. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> but I, I'm kind of, I'm leaning, I'm leaning towards Tar. I don't think Banshees of Sharon and a Sharon should be nominated. Ooh, that's a hot take. That's a hot take. <laughs> <laughs> like, while I thought it was good, I don't know if it was best picture good. Mm. Like, if I look at this list right here, is that going to be the first thing that I, you know, that I gravitate to to watch, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, I get what you mean. So I'm gonna I'm gonna say Tar. I'm I'm kind of I'm kind of hot on Tar right now. Yeah, this is all great stuff. I'd say this is probably like the first bit in a while where it's like every movie on here I like. But I'm gonna say it's between everything, every all at once, and Elvis for me. It's just crazy how like Elvis, man. <laughs> just it just kind of seemed like oh okay, mm-hmm. it's here, and then now it's like. No, oh, like, it's it's the it's the yeah. top. Like it's here. Yeah. So <clears throat> that's interesting. I think I think everything everywhere all at once would be the feel good win mm-hmm. that most people would probably want to see win. It secured the most nominations of everything, mm-hmm. and that can be that can go good or bad. Yeah. So and a lot of films that have secured and a lot of the most nominations didn't win anything. Mm-hmm. But they're definitely going to win gonna, something. Oh yeah, it's going to win a few things. I just I don't know if it's going to win the big one. Mm-hmm. But, but yeah, I would say between everything, everywhere, all at once, and Elvis. 
come back to me when I when we get closer to the award time. <laughs> right. I'll I'll decide about then. Well, well, who you who's your Oh yeah, you said it. Right. Yeah, everything. Yeah. All, yeah. Okay. So you said everything everywhere all at once. Yes, sir. You say Elvis or either or either, oh, that either or, or those two. Yeah. yeah. And then I say Tar. Mhm. Mm. All right. But it's not official yet. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's the that's the nominations there. Yes, sir. A lot of heavy hitters on that. That was that was long. Yeah, a long list. And I wanted to make sure the the cast and crew names are all there because I feel like they don't get their names shouted out as much yeah. as they should. So, well, I wanted to add on as well that Piggy are bringing it back to that controversy we tried to talk about earlier about mm-hmm. Andrea Riseborough. When the Oscars were announced, there was a noticeable gasp during the Best Actress nomination announcements when British actress Andrea Riseborough was announced as one of the nominees for this category for her performance in Two Leslie, an indie film directed by Michael Morris about the about an alcoholic single mother from West Texas who won the lottery but spent it all as fast as she got it. Years later, she looks to rebuild her life and reconnect with her now young adult son. While this film has been extremely under the radar, the method in which the way the film was campaigned has been met with strong controversy to the point where the Academy itself was looking into revoking Riseboro's nomination. Thoughts? <clears throat> yeah, because I, I figured you guys haven't heard of this one just mm-hmm. yet. But yeah, there's, there's an actress named Andrea Riseboro, and she's a British actress. Mm-hmm. And she's been around for a good while. She was in, she's been in a few movies such as like Oblivion, oh. Bird, Birdman. Mandy and American Hustle. No, she wasn't American Hustle. Amsterdam. She was in that one. And the Nocturnal Animals with Jake Gyllenhaal. Mm-hmm. She's been around those, and in each movie, she looks like a completely different human. So it's kind of so <laughs> it's kind of why people don't really know her. But I'm sure people will know her now because her name has been getting a lot of heat right now. But she got her first nomination ever for To Leslie, and the reason why this has garnered controversy is because it wasn't it's a small movie and the way it was campaigned is interesting because when actors when actors get campaigned it's usually by a huge studio mm-hmm. and they're like you know putting money into like putting their names everywhere making yeah. sure people know like oh they were in this movie you can watch it here and uh, making sure to get advertisements and stuff like that. This movie doesn't have the move. This movie doesn't have the money for that at all. But on um, the director of this movie, Morrison, Michael Michael yeah. Morris, yeah, his wife, his wife is Mary named Mary McCormick, and she's an actress that's been on shows like The West Wing. She's been on. She's been in movies like Deep Impact, stuff like that. A lot of a lot of like a lot of Hollywood movies, and she's friends with multiple people like Charlie Theron, Kate Winslet guys like edward norton so i guess she was like texting them and telling like hey andrea riseborough started in this movie i think you should give it a look and see what you think and then they saw the movie and they're like oh wow i love this movie i want people more i want more people to know about it i'm gonna run in i'm gonna run like a i'm gonna rent a theater Mm. i'm gonna have people come and watch it and we're gonna interview andrea riseborough after the movie and talk about her performance and that just kept happening and happening and then they had like a can't like a little small campaign right being right. like a like a copy and paste like texting being like make sure be sure to check out andrea riseborough on this movie she's fantastic and i think kate winslet called it the best performance she's ever seen in her life stuff mm-hmm. like that yeah and um yeah just like it just, 
And then just hype just kept generating and generating. Right. And people just like talking about her performance until the point where people were like, wait, she's going to get nominated? And everybody like, no, 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 no one's seen this movie. And then she did. So just kind of like this weird grassroots campaign that's happened. And it's like, it just shows like, it's all about who you know. <laughs> <laughs> all, all the people you know in hollywood and they'll get they'll get your name around now maybe, maybe i might be the the short end of the stick but i'm not mad at it no, i'm not mad i'm at really either, not yeah. mad at it for it like you know because one it's if it's an indie film you know you already have low budget everything right mm-hmm. and like you said she's been a while, around for a while and like this you know this is her time this is her you know way of being noticed you know even though like you know you know what i mean noticing this way mm-hmm. of like the academy and all that i think we said it a while back of like jamal said if i have connections i'm using the motherfucker like you know yeah. like you know what i mean like, he's <laughs> like you know, look, he's look like, if i know charlie Theron, <laughs> i'm gonna tell her hey watch my movie yeah yeah you know and it, like you know again maybe other people are mad because like you know they went the usual way about it of like you know because they had they were in a movie that has a, a big budget and like you know has enough money for all that but you know I'm actually not mad at it. I'm actually kind of like, you know, good job. Good job, you know, that you mm-hmm. made it. And, you know, well-deserved. It's not like, you know, that she didn't do great in it or whatever, you know? If mm-hmm. it was, like, terrible acting or whatever and, like, made it on there, then I would have kind of understood. But, you know, sometimes you got to do what you got to do to get your name and get, get noticed, you know? Mm-hmm. That, that's me, personally. But yeah, I was about to say, I have seen the movie. I do think the movie itself is mid. Mm. But her performance was really good. Mm-hmm. I can understand why she was nominated. She was yeah. very good in it. Well, I was just watching the trailer as you were going over all that. Yes. Right. And I was like, damn, it looks pretty good. I get a good story. It just kind of like falters in the middle. And she, I mean, she's in the trailer a lot. Yeah. yeah. And so from what I just saw that little bit, I'm like, okay, I would, I could, I would see myself watching it. And she looks like she's like really diving into it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, like Jonathan said, it's an indie film. You may not ever get a fucking chance to, yeah. you know, to get, I, yeah to get somebody like nominated so yeah if you if you know somebody if you know fucking you know why not i probably would have never even heard or seen it if mm-hmm. this didn't happen so yeah yeah this is a cool it's a cool thing that they did it's like breaking kind of like the traditional norms exactly of oscar campaigns and yeah. stuff like that and i'm sure that's this is going to be utilized more in the future i oh, think yeah. and i think it should Mm-hmm. Yeah, because if if you are an indie film and you just don't have that money to just go out there and promote it, it's like shit. If I have some celebrity friends, hey, go watch this and just tweet about it. Exactly. Yeah. You know, like just give me any kind of help that you can. Mm-hmm. If exactly. you like it, if you don't like it, I don't need you to be tweeting. Exactly. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. like like in in like that whole wave that's kind of going around with like people that have their like small businesses and all that, and they're like, hey, if you can just repost this, if you like, you know, if you really like my product. If you can tell your friends about it, word of mouth, you know, same thing, same thing, mm-hmm. in, just in like the industry type of thing. So yeah, it'd be crazy if she won. Yeah, and that really changes the game. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the studio studios are gonna be pissed. I mean, shit, game. I kind of because it it takes away the the middleman. You know, mm-hmm. that's what they that's their job. Like pushing it to. I kind of hope she does win now. Right. You know, the underdog Thank win, you, Alec. Mm. So next thing on the docket, we got James Gunn's future of the dc universe so this is basically kind of like a rundown of james gunn's dc slate last month fans of dc and superhero films in general excuse me in general were eagerly awaiting the reveal of new heads of dc studios james gunn and peter safran plans for what's next to reignite the dc universe 
I was one of them. I was one of them. I told you guys. James Gunn revealed. I did it. I told you. <laughs> I did it. James Gunn revealed the following projects that will be the first half of a first chapter, which Gunn calls Gods and Monsters. They are. They are Creature Commandos, an animated series about a team of creatures, Frankenstein's monsters, Weasel from the Suicide Squad, etc., stuff like that, fighting in World War II. <laughs> I was like weasel. What the fuck? Yeah. Have you seen the Su- Suicide Squad two? You you'll know about the weasel. Yeah, he's a little little nasty thing. Yeah, he's a he's a yeah. he's a little, he's a little weasel. A little penis. I don't remember that one. Watch it for that. You remember? <laughs> he's like ow, ow. he's like on the on the plane and they kick him out. Yeah. Maybe I would have to. I'd have to. Maybe I do. I don't know. <laughs> maybe maybe you were distracted by Pete Davidson. Yeah, this his luscious lips. We got we got Waller, a live TV series about Amanda Waller with Viola Davis reprising her role and features the return of the team Peacemaker. I know Jamal's a big fan of Peacemaker. You don't know that. Okay, I don't, you know, don't that. know his life. Are you? <laughs> then we got Superman Legacy, a reboot of Superman of Superman? the Superman. Superman, Superman. Super, played by Terrence Howard. Superman, Superman. Oh, Superman character I'm about fine, a younger, man. a younger Clark Kent in Metropolis, juggling his life as a reporter and being a superhero, which is going to be in theaters on July 11th, 2025. Make sure to pencil that in your calendar, kids. Nope. You know what that reminds me of? That reminds me of kind of like Spider Man. Of like, you know how he juggles like kind of like school and all that. Mm-hmm. So that's an interesting take. We got Lanterns, uh, a live action TV series about the Green Lanterns, Hal Jordan and John Stewart made in the vein of True Detective. We got Authority. James Gunn declares this film as his passion project about a team of anti-heroes who take the law into their own hands. Think of it as the DC equivalent of the boys. So he pretty much just kind of jacked the boys. Uh, no, the, the authority. I forget how old, much older the authority is to the boys, but they might be. They might be older than the boys. Honestly, it's just that Thinking the boys came it, out yeah. first. The boys, yeah, the boys show came out first. Yeah, we also got Paradise Lost, a prequel series. It set in Wonder Woman's home, Themyscira. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Batman: The Brave and the Bold. A new Batman film that will feature a new actor taking on the role of Batman. Why? Is in oh, this wait. film, uh? Yeah, I just want to clarify. But oh, yeah, go ahead. Jamal's like, what the fuck? Why? Yeah. Batman. But they have said that the films like the Batmans and the, the Joker, Joker and the other things, that will be set outside of this this DC universe. It'll They'll call it like more of an Elseworld story. See, mm-hmm. that's, that's fucking stupid. <laughs> because it's like... It, there's already so many different Batmans. I know. <laughs> and it's like, now we got another one? I know. It's like, well, just. They're condensing it down. It's like, just, like, just fucking two. have one. <laughs> we didn't have 15 million Iron Mans. I mean, as far as we know. Well, yeah. <laughs> but, but you know what I mean? Like, it just seems like to have more cohesion, you would just have Robert Pattinson, hey, you're going to be Batman. Like how Marvel, you're here for 10 years. Yeah, I get it, but I'm also like I like the Batman being his own thing. Yeah, because it's like it's like it's 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 his own contained thing. I like the the noir style of it. I don't know. Yeah, he doesn't get it. Doesn't have to be tied down or pressured to the of rules promoting. Of, yeah, yeah, of the of that universe. You know what I mean? I'm not. It's I'm, his own standalone thing. I get that, but just have what's the name do that though in the in this one. It mm. is like I don't know that the rules applies of his world to like this one they're setting up though That's yeah because so think of it as the dc universe that i guess james gunn is trying to create 
is going to be almost like marble of like how there's like, you know, things going to be kind of related to each other. I'm, a, I'm thinking kind of like that and a little more fan- fantastical. It's going to be a little more like fantasy. I get whether that. as the Batman can stay as like kind of like realistic. And I've, I think I've, I've heard the, the director say that as well. He's going to keep it in like making it look more realistic, kind of like in uh, what was his name? Christopher Nolan. How yeah. It was like very realistic in that sense. Yeah. Like I, I get that where they kind of want to have, you know, that it just seems like it it just gets confusing i can see that yeah. you know what i mean i mean as long as they only have like two batmans i don't want to i don't need yeah. to see fucking i i think yeah ben affleck and uh, <laughs> yeah. michael keaton still running around yeah I mean, we'll get to them in a oh bit. yeah yeah but like <laughs> but yeah i don't know i think i get i totally get what you mean it, it can get confusing for people yeah. but i just i understand i i just like the batman just being his own thing i don't want it to be fucked up by like just a bunch of trying to have a cohesive cinematic universe i get that too and it's like i don't know i feel like where the mcu kind of fails in some aspects like mm-hmm. this can this one can improve mm-hmm. on some things just telling different stories instead of everything feeling like the same thing i don't know i guess i'll have to see it yeah, yeah. it's have to see but yeah go ahead john yeah so this batman who will have this film will meet his son damian wayne who becomes the new robin that's yeah. also why <laughs> Christ. Yeah, that's also yeah, yeah, yeah. the sun. So now, so now, so now we got Batman. Yep, new Batman. Yep. Then we got his son. Yep, who becomes Robin. Who becomes Robin? Yeah, Damian Wayne. Is that the same as Damian Dark? You know what I mean? That like comic book type of sense. Damian Dark's a different character. Ah, okay. How do you know that? Because Damian Dark is a Green Arrow villain. <laughs> what if in this world he's? He's his son. Sure, <laughs> why not? <laughs> but uh, Damian Wayne is a cool character. I'm, mm. I'm interested to see him because this implies that we'll see the, the rest of the Batman family, which yeah. will be like, you know, Red Hood, Nightwing, uh, the other Robins, Batgirl. So we'll probably see them all fully. The in Jason Todd? The Jason, yeah, yeah. Red Hood, yeah. Now, do, yeah, you think we'll his, do you think his parents still die the same way? Batman? In yeah. Batman and the Brave and the Bold? Sure. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> I think that'll stay the same. Yeah. yeah, I feel yeah. We're just seeing. I don't know. It feels nice to see a new Batman where it's like we have a fully established like comic book type Batman, like mm-hmm. more closer to the comic books where he has his whole his sidekicks and everything. We so, so okay. yeah. when you say it like that, it kind of starts to make sense. Yeah. Where it's like, okay, this is the comic exactly. Batman, so where we can introduce the other characters, and then the Batman is just like if you want the Batman, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so I guess yeah, it's kind of feeling best of both worlds. You know, you okay. know what I'm realizing. Have you guys ever? Well, never mind. I'm not gonna say maybe not Jamal, but have you guys ever seen Batman: The Brave and the Bold, the animated series? Yeah, you you don't know that. Maybe I have. Seen no, that's it. what I said. I said I took it back. I took it back. <laughs> I was like, maybe Jamal has, but ask me if I have. Have you? Fuck no. <laughs> <laughs> well, I watched it and I loved it, right? And it had all of these like other characters meshing, you know, every episode, you know, he's teaming up with this person, he's teaming up with that person and all that. And so I was interested why they called it Batman Brave and the Bold, but maybe that's why, because like Alex said, he's going to introduce a lot of other teaming up with other yeah, Batman I- family characters and all that. We also got Booster Gold, which is personally my favorite it's going to be a live action tv show that is comedic in tone about a former d1 quarterback from the future who tries to reclaim his glory by stealing a high-tech suit 
that travels to the past to become a superhero. In I, I first saw Booster Gold and yeah. like kind of like learned about him in the Batman Brave and the Bold animated series. And I loved him in the Batman mm-hmm. Brave and the Bold series because he was like hilarious and like this like kind of like Jokerish guy. He's not really a hero, but like, you know, he's literally full of himself type of thing. And I'm really glad to, or like, you know, kind of happy to see this live action. I wonder who they'll cast, though. That's my question. What do you think, Jamal? Would you see yeah. something like that? I mean, that sounds interesting. Yeah. We got Supergirl, Woman of Tomorrow. I don't know if I would see it, if that answers your question. Oh, okay. Well, I thought you had sounded like you were. Gonna see it. <laughs> well, thank you for I mean, it'll probably be on HBO Max, so. Well, then maybe. It was, maybe <laughs> now I'm in. You don't have to pay for it. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> I don't got to use LimeWire? <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll, all, we'll all watch it together. Is that way you're forced to watch it? Next, we got <laughs> Supergirl, Woman of Tomorrow, a film about Superman's cousin who was man. brought up Far much differently compared to Clark. <laughs> just Kent. looking at this, and then we have well, well, I'll ask later. But then we got Swamp Thing, a horror film about one of uh, one of the more powerful DC characters who has the power of plant manipulation. That's one I'm really excited for. Now, Swamp, Swamp Thing, Thing is that kind of like what's her name, Poison Ivy? Doesn't she control like plants and all that as well? Yeah, but Swamp Thing's even more powerful than her. Yeah. He controlled like the thing called the green, like all of, all the earth, basically. Oh wow! <laughs> <laughs> he can he can manipulate the earth, the earth, the earth. Okay, but and, yeah. uh, back to my question: Supergirl, Woman of Tomorrow. Do you think it's going to be the same cast as the one in the Flash? I've heard it might not be, but I don't know. Depending mm. on how the reaction to her is in the Flash movie, I yeah. can see her coming back for it. Okay, okay. And she seems good in the part, so. Yeah, I saw that in, like, the, the Flash trailer, and we'll talk about that later, too. Yeah. But, yeah, okay, that's it. That was my only question. Any thoughts and, and, and comments about this slate of DC projects uh, yeah. coming up? I put in this picture of a guide. Yeah. How this, this whole DC universe thing is going to work. It's a god. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, we got, our, we got Shazam coming out next month. Fear of the gods. And you got the Flash movie that's coming out in June. And and by the end of that movie, it will be a universe reset, which means, yeah, the whole the whole DC universe will be rebooted. And after that, we will get the film Blue Beetle, which is, uh, which is of course, the, the superhero movie about a Mexican superhero named Jaime Reyes. He gets like a magical, not Jaime. magical, scientific, scientific scarab. And he becomes basically like a like a teenage Iron Man, basically. Yeah. Yeah. And but the suit talks to him, right? Yeah, the suit does talk yeah. to him. Yeah. And then we got Aquaman, the last in the Lost Kingdom. Yeah, that's what it's called. See, in December, I would have thought Aquaman would have gone before the whole reset universe. Yeah, I don't know. But I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Sorry, I don't know. that's my only question. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, after yeah, and after that, we will see Chapter All One: Thousand Monsters, which is James Gunn's whole rack of. DC films that he's going to put out. Do you think that the Swamp thing is going to be like, what is it called? Monsters in the Night, the one that they did with Marvel? Remember? Or what is it? Werewolf by Night. You oh, know how like, they had that like horror. Like Man Thing in there? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> man Thing. Man Thing. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to be like that? Uh, I mean? Yes. Swamp mm. Thing is a really good character. I I recommend people uh, look, it look up. into him for sure because he's a great character. Jamie. Jamie, and, look it up. And he has the same name as me. His name is Alec as well. Mm. <laughs> but yeah. Alec. And then, of course, it shows here at the bottom. Yeah. Like films like Joker. 
and the Batman, Joker 2, Batman Part 2, Teen Titans Go. Oh, I love that. And Superman and Lois. Like, those those things will be projects in their own separate universes called the Elseworlds. So, if you, like, if you don't want to stay in continuity with everything, you don't care about the DC universe, you got those. That's where I'll be. That's where <laughs> you'll be in the Elseworlds. Yeah. So. Yeah. Okay. And I might just stop after Batman Part 2. <laughs> Batman part three. <laughs> no Batman part three for Jamal. Oh, is there a part three? There might be. I mean, why if, not? If, well, then I'm, then it could be a trilogy. Sure. Just when I thought I was out, <laughs> they pulled me they back. They pulled me back in. I'm going to try to beat the Christopher Nolan. <laughs> Do a fourth. Okay. Uh, yeah. But I'm excited most for Swamp Thing and Superman Legacy and the Batman. The Brave and the Bold. Brave and the Bold. Lanterns. I'm a, I'm a Green Lantern fan. Mm-hmm. And I'm interested in the authority because I feel like Superman and the authority are going to cross over eventually because I think in, in the comics, the authority have beef with Superman. I'm looking forward to Batman part two and Joker fully, 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 I do, fully, I do. Well, it's a musical though, right? Yes. Then I mean, see, that's the part that got me excited. Is that it's a musical? Just go batshit insane with your movie. I think because my problem with the first one, it feels too much like Taxi Driver, and it plays it too safe. What? For me. It plays it too safe for me. Yeah, you, you yeah. love mm. it. Huh? You love Taxi Driver. I do love it, but I don't want to see it a An lesser version of it. Yeah, <laughs> I want to see a lesser version of it. Hot take. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's a hot take to say Joker is not no that great. Hot take: Taxi Driver is not that great. Oh my oh. god, you piece of shit! <laughs> hold oh, it, fellas, hold it, hold it. <laughs> you piece of shit. Hot take it's right here. You're disrespecting. <laughs> say sorry. I will not. <laughs> but De Niro's yeah. so mid in there. <laughs> He's so mid in Taxi Driver. I don't think you're going to walk <laughs> out of here What is that disrespect? He's so <laughs> what is the disrespect I'm hearing? You're really trying to get this show canceled. <laughs> He's so mid in Taxi Driver. <laughs> Jesus. You talking to me? <laughs> no. <laughs> but, nah, but yeah, I'm excited for a Joker fully to do just because it's, it sounds like it's going to be a crazy time, especially with Joaquin Phoenix and the Lady, Lady Gaga. Gaga in there. And we, we've just got this new, this first image, huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So, this past Valentine's Day, the DCU Studios revealed the first look from the Joker sequel, Joker Folia Do, featuring Joaquin Phoenix reprising his role as Arthur Fleck, aka the Joker, and the new cast member Lady Gaga as Harley Quinn. I think it's freaking amazing. <laughs> amazing? Yes. Just the image alone. He looks like he's dying. <laughs> he's, about, he's about to pass out because he just had he just busted. <laughs> does he not <laughs> he does oh, I'm sorry I said something inappropriate <laughs> about we've Joaquin never Phoenix done this Joker. before but yeah Lady Gaga <laughs> I really like the she's color. playing Harley Quinn I'm, say, I'm assuming the cinematographer is the same cinematographer is yeah. yeah but yeah I think it's a cool image I feel like it's gonna show go into more detail of why Harley is obsessed with a Joker Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I think that image kind of sums that up a little bit too, mm-hmm. where he's just looking like he just busted, and then yeah. she's looking like, "Oh my god, oh my god, he's so hot!" Yeah, <laughs> look at, look, I can't believe I'm in love with you. His makeup hair. Yeah, but yeah, I think that's a cool image. I'm looking forward to it. But I also wanted to know who do you think could be the new Batman for this in this in this uh, James Gunn's cinematic universe he's building in the Batman: The Brave and the Bold. Hilarious, we're. Few years ago, we were like, "Who's going to be the new Batman?" 
We got him, and now we're going to find out who's going to be the new Batman again. <laughs> <laughs> but see, that's why I say it's good. Yeah, I get it. I'm going to say, um, I don't fucking know. I don't, uh, I don't know. It depends on who, what age they're type. That's what I was thinking, yeah. too. For, I don't know exactly what type of age. Well, because he also, he has a son. Mm-hmm. So he's kind of got to be like in that middle. Like in the 30s or something? Late or something? 30s, early 40s yeah. at most. Hey, Ben Affleck, what are you doing again? God. <laughs> I heard he might direct it. Mm. But we'll see. But uh, I'm going to go with as the new Batman. I'm just going to throw throw his name out here. I'm going to say John Bernthal. You guys know who he is. I think you guys know. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he played the Punisher and Daredevil. And he was on Walking Dead. He played Shane. He has a very, he's just very manly. I was going to say, let me picture him as. <laughs> he's just very manly. No, I, I definitely see it too. He's very manly. He got, he's a great actor, of course. Yeah. And he, he, he's got this voice. He's got this presence where I feel like he can, yeah, he just, he just has this Batman aura to him. You know, I wouldn't be mad at that. Yeah. I wouldn't be mad at that. Yeah. He's, 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 he looks, you know, he's built enough. Mm-hmm. And then he does kind of have like that face. Like I can see that jawline underneath his. Yeah. <laughs> that's all it requires. That, yeah, they just, yeah, you gotta, you gotta when you go when, when they that's go to the casting, the they gotta cover. Yeah, that's, that's <laughs> read your eyes with something to cover your eyes. Give us your deepest voice. I don't know because it's hard to choose it because I'm so set on Robert Pattinson. Right. So it's got like oh, we gotta switch over now. Man, it, yeah, maybe it is him. But I, I don't know. It's it, it we'll seems it seems like we have a pretty good track record of predicting things on the show. <laughs> we are. So our predictions with Gail Godot. <laughs> <laughs> but and then fucking the Netflix serial killer. That's right, yeah, yeah. So Pen Badgley opinions on Hollywood, man. We're predicting stuff. So if you want <laughs> you want your next big hit, we got it for you. So oh like, yeah. You just gotta pay us. Superman legacy. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that one too. But yeah. I saw today, and I know we're going to talk about it right now. Yeah. Yeah. The Rust gun charges were dropped for on. Uh, yeah. Oh, wow. Oh, shit. We were just about to talk. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Okay. That just makes this irrelevant. Oh. But we can still talk about it. <laughs> so, I mean, I, I, I mean, that makes parts of it irrelevant. Yeah. Because yeah. yeah. I, I had got the notification. I didn't click on it. Yeah. I just read headlines nowadays. Because we have time to read the whole thing, right? Yeah. I don't know. Like, time yeah, to read, just, just read the title. Span. Yeah. But I want to say that they were trying. Oh, they downgraded. Oh, okay. Downgraded the charges. I, you know, man. He could, it would have carried, he would have carried a mandatory five-year sentence, Alec Baldwin. I just really don't see how that falls on him. I when, kinda, yeah. Well, go ahead. No, well, I, yeah, I kind of yeah, agree explain, with that. We got to explain oh, what, what so, we're exactly okay. talking about. Yeah. So basically, the gist of it is back in 2021, director Joel Sousa was directing an independent Western film called Rust, starring actor and producer Alec Baldwin. While rehearsing a scene, what Baldwin and the rest of the crew thought was a fake gun was fired and struck cinematographer Helena Hutchins in the chest, killing her. And she was 42. In late 2022, after a production cancellation and multiple investigations, directors Sousa and Baldwin resumed production on Rust with Hutchins' husband coming in, coming on as executive producer. On January 31st of this year, Alec Baldwin and the film's armor, Hannah Gutierrez-Reed, were charged with two counts of involuntary manslaughter. Hutchins' husband might testify, or I guess did, if if since the, we're just getting news that the charges were downgraded. Mm-hmm. And yeah, so now we can 
continue talking about that. So, Jamal, you were saying? Yeah, I just I don't see how he could be held responsible for that mm-hmm. when his job is to just show up and act. And but he's also a producer, so oh, so maybe that makes more in charge than the normal okay. normally actors. So, so see, I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because uh, to me, it was just like he's just acting on it. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And I felt like the whoever the safety coordinator or firearm person on set, like that's I feel like that kind of falls more on him mm-hmm. or that person, he he or her. Gutierrez Reed, yeah. You know, but I also understand where it's like Alec probably should have checked it or something but like what if he what if he doesn't know like oh shit i don't know how to fucking i mean it's like i mean i mean if you're getting handed a gun on a movie set you i mean it's like nine times out of ten or ten out of ten it's probably fake yeah 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 so so that that's where that's where like to me it's like he probably already thought okay this guy has probably mm-hmm. been on a set before done in movies like i i can trust him <laughs> Actually, want to go into who the armorer was? She's like she's like the daughter of a famous like, or at least famous in the industry, like armorer and stuff. And Hannah Gutierrez, yeah, Hannah Gutierrez Reed, and she she only did like one film before, and apparently she did a bad job on that one. So, mm. so it's not looking good. <laughs> yeah, and but so she was the kind of like the safety person. Yeah, yes. basically. Okay, basically. So she's the one that distributes and checks everything. And yeah. Yeah, so it's not looking great on her anyway. I'm not. I'm yeah. still not sure if so, Alec Baldwin's is 100 responsible because you know. So I'll add to action. that. Definitely, I think it falls harder on Hannah Gutierrez Reed because mm-hmm. that was her that's only her or not. Yeah, you know, one of the only <laughs> things you have to, to do. do this, yeah. yeah, and but I think the reason why it falls also on Alec Baldwin since he is a producer, he should have done enough background check and like if he would have seen that she did a terrible job in that one film right or or that she's worked on and only has worked on one Mm -hmm. that's kind of already at high risk but at the same time maybe he was maybe alec baldwin is good friends with whoever her father was that was like a respected person was like hey i want to give her yeah uh, give my daughter uh, a chance she's in training but she's good yeah (laughs) you know what i mean so i mean that's 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 good questions she's played a lot of call of duty but yeah (laughs) she knows how to handle a gun she knows what she's doing on the cod cod. (laughs) (laughs) but Yeah. yeah So, like, I don't know. I think it's kind of weird to be continuing this film anyway. Yeah. I just feel like this is, like, bad juju all around. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, bad juju all around. And then they brought in, what, husband. her husband? Yeah. Comes in as an as executive, executive producer. producer. But yeah. then it's like he might testify. Yeah. How does that fucking work? <laughs> I don't know. Wait. <laughs> that's that's a conflict has, of has, like, he, No, 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 no. Exactly. But, like, has he, was he on board on the project before? No. No, right. He, she only came, just he only came out after his wife passed away. And do you think they kind of did that? They it out. Yeah. Do you think they kind of, like, hey, we feel bad. You're an executive producer of this thing now. Probably. Um, type of thing. But then but then he's like, well, I might testify. I mean, I feel I think he voluntarily became producer on it because he just wanted to make sure it didn't happen the, or something like that. And the money the movie Yeah, exactly. Probably That's what I was gonna say to like a money. charity or you know, start a foundation for his yeah. wife. So But then he's yeah. but then he's gonna testify. <laughs> but, <laughs> it's, it's, but, it's a weird situation. Yeah. But what can he testify? I thought testify has to do with more of like you were there. You kind of like saw what happened and all that. Unless maybe he was there, but I don't know. I don't know. Or maybe he'll just t- testify like how his wife was in her character and all that. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Maybe like something like that. I don't know. Yeah, that's weird, man. Yeah, it, but it it does. It is. Maybe kinda... he's telling his wife's not. 
not they well maybe telling her about his her time on set man i'm sure maybe they talked about like yeah. oh this, this shit is pillow crazy. talk this, cr- <laughs> <laughs> this, cr- this shit is crazy like this bitch hannah this man bitch, this bitch shooting a gun she's just running around <laughs> pop, pop, pop. she's over here just smoking a dude apparently that's what she did on, her, on the set of her first film she did too she was just popping off guns no like, and like i guess it was like a nicholas cage movie oh, shit. oh and, wow. and then nicholas cage it was like a western <laughs> And then Nicholas and Nicholas and she was like firing a gun near Nicholas Cage and Nicholas Cage apparently was just like, Will you stop fucking shooting that gun? <laughs> and he like walked off set pissed and he's like, You're 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 making my ears hurt. <laughs> I can imagine. Like, <laughs> I'm already old enough. Yeah. <laughs> she just out here just shooting off fires, yeah. Right? That's that's insane. Shooting is, off all cylinders. Letting bow, 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 bow. <laughs> I'm a real cowboy. And then she and then she and then she got another job. <laughs> Thanks to her dad, I'm pretty sure. Man. And then I guess the assistant director, I didn't mention him, but the assistant director, the first AD, is also on, hot water. on trial. Bro, I would have been like, we're fucking done with this shit. Yeah, I've been like, yeah. I'm like, surprised they are. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, this they whole said, thing is nasty. Yeah. I don't want to be part of this. Like, man, I, however I much we lost, like, it's over. Yeah. Like, I wonder how far along they were with you know shooting this thing that they I were like check. we just gotta finish it you know were they like halfway or more than halfway because then i would kind of understand no pun intended let <laughs> <laughs> me see the movie cost seven million dollars to make seems like that's like pocket change for alec Baldwin. Pocket change for, for the boss baby <laughs> uh, i guess they started in october they had like two months of, of filming maybe a month or two of a shooting yeah Shooting, I don't know. I still wouldn't do it. Yeah, that just <laughs> unless they're hoping that, like, because of all the controversy surrounding it, that people will be like, "Oh, I got to go see this." Mm-hmm. You know, I, that's the only the only thing I could see as to why they would continue it. Oh, never mind. They only they were only like a few weeks in. Oh, so yeah. Oh, yeah. So they, so they, yeah, so yeah, they, they could have just left it. Yeah, they could have left it. Yeah, it started on October, and the whole incident happened in October. So what do you what do you guys think? You think she's going down? I believe so. Yeah. And what about what about Alec Baldwin, Mr. Baldwin? I think he'll get off. I think he'll get a slap on the wrist. Yeah. I think I think just some of those charges being dropped mm-hmm, is kind of yeah. yeah, it's kind of trending toward like all right, man. We mm-hmm. just we just wanted to send a little message, but yeah, you weren't running around shooting. Fucking. Mm-hmm. I don't think he'll see jail time, but he'll just definitely get like community service or something like that, or has to donate a certain amount of money or something. Like that. I don't know. Yeah, my shit. Yeah, I was him. I would just donate all kinds of money. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> how, jail. how much you want? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But, uh, God, that must have been such an awful feeling he must have had. Yeah, and like, yeah. Have you guys seen any of like the the news? Like, I seen when they interviewed him and all that on um, about the when it like had happened. The guy looked like Alec Baldwin. Yeah, he, he was. Yeah, he was very like. Rem- like not, not remorseful is a bad a bad word to mm-hmm. put there but like he was you could tell that's definitely not he was he shaking heard. yeah he was he was scared himself he's he like I, up, yeah. I did not even think that was in his many years of you know shooting he's like i never thought something like this would ever happen yeah that's why that's why to me it's like it's hard to, to try to charge him because exactly that's not his job mm-hmm. and i'm sure his attorneys are gonna that's what they're gonna their main argument is gonna be that's not that wasn't his job to, yeah exactly. to you know have that in order he like hired this person in full confidence thinking that they were going to do their job well you know oh yeah they resumed filming a couple weeks ago like last month and they got a new cinematographer bianca klein god's godspeed to her if they continue filming this movie i'll be (laughs) 
I think I think I'd be wearing so much. The the armories gonna bring like bullet suits. I'd be like decked out. I'd be like, nope. Yeah, I'm standing over here. Like, I'll press the record button and move back. Let me get behind this. Let me maybe hide this fucking. Let me electric slide over this real quick. He's like, where's my camera? Camera assistant, camera assistant, you hold the camera. <laughs> oh, I'm watching from right here in the monitor. I promise you. Or uh, remember that thing in Babylon where they were filming inside those boxes? Yes. Probably <laughs> get hot as shit, but I'll be in there. I'll be like, <laughs> show up like 50 Cent just decked out in the fucking in the bulletproofs. Uh, yeah, but yeah, that poor woman. I feel so bad that yeah. happened. But yeah, Hannah, good luck to you. But yeah, it ain't looking good for you. Yeah, not looking sister. good at all. Russ comes out in 2024. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> coming soon oh god I, well i wonder they're gonna be put out in theaters or like streaming because mm. I, I feel like this at a i don't know who would take that though as, a, as say, a streaming service netflix will take anything because they're desperate as fuck <laughs> netflix will take anything they're like please <laughs> maybe please. could it be on tubi <laughs> no no netflix they take anything that has to do with death they, they yeah. serial killers yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah true that's facts they tried to have made a documentary about the whole thing. I was yeah. going to say, they're already getting the Hannah Gutierrez documentary ready. <laughs> they're like, oh, she shot somebody on set? Yes. Yes, sir. We, we like that. <laughs> yes, sir. We Netflix. like that. <laughs> Netflix will do the documentary for you. <laughs> I, I, I imagine, like, the news happened. Some intern fucking booked it, like, through the hallways. Did you hear what happened? Did you hear it? <laughs> we got to get the documentary rights right look, away. Look at it. Look at it. <laughs> The camera's out there right now. Oh, God. <laughs> Do you guys want to talk about our... Oh, yeah, we got one more thing. Jafar Jackson cast as Michael Jackson in his biopic. Which is Forget Tito's son. That real right? quick. Yes, that is the son of Tito Jackson. I kind of... Hmm. Wait, Tito's son? No, it's... Uh, Jermaine? Jermaine Jackson. Yeah, that's who it is. Yeah, Jermaine Jackson's son will be playing Michael Jackson, his own uncle, in the biopic. Like, that really kind of brought down your expectations <laughs> right there. Just not 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 because of like <laughs> like for me personally. I don't know. <laughs> you look at me. Like, no no like, no. Me? I, I'm just saying like in general like because it's a family member. Yeah. You know what I mean. So if they were gonna touch on anything, that's out of the window now. I also feel like mm. it's probably best to keep it in the family. Because I feel like I don't know. There's like it's like a certain level of expectations that you have for casting someone to play Michael Jackson. Yeah. And from what I've seen of Jafar Jackson, he uh, he fits he fits all the mannerisms. Well, we all know that the Jackson jeans are strong as fuck. Yeah, because they all they they all for the most part sound the same. I was and they <laughs> I, <laughs> they have the same facial structure. I was gonna ask who's gonna play Joe. Fuck, that's gonna be tough. Uh, watch it just be Meth- Dr- watch it just be Jermaine. Get Method Man. Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know who could play Method Gator. Man is fucking <laughs> Joe Jackson. He's a good actor, honestly. I like God, him. That'd be amazing. <laughs> He's just beating the shit out of fucking Michael. He's just like, those, 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 just fucking like, just throwing up the Wu Tang. That dude laughing at the beginning well, of a While whooping his fucking ass. <laughs> <laughs> dollar, dollar bill, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, oh, Jonathan, I hate you so much right now. <laughs> oh, hey, that was perfect. Oh, that was good. Inappropriately good. Oh, God. 
Ipa no. Method Man. Fucking will this into existence now. <laughs> will this into existence. Dude, we I mean, need, I don't know why you came by it, but it was like, yeah, that makes sense. If we have the power to make this into existence, start, we're gonna be the, start the fucking campaign right now on Twitter. <laughs> Method Man is Joe Jackson in the Michael Jackson biopic. Oh, cool. Well, like I said, the Jackson's genes are strong as fuck. You really, yeah, he's so it's like, they might be a pretty much. The- Pretty much wow. dead on. I've seen the guy sing and dance. He made a music video a couple of years ago. Jafar? Yeah, Jafar Jackson. What? And uh, he's a good he's a good singer. And yeah. he's a pretty good dancer. So I'm sure he can he emulate can. his uncle. Yeah. But yeah, I'm now we have to see if he actually acts. I'm not sure about that. Probably not. Now, I, I have a question for you guys. Is he still making music, Jafar? I believe so. Was he making th- music? Yeah. That's what he, he said. Was, That's yeah. what Alec just said. Yeah. Oh, he made a music so, video. Do you think... This is also kind of, and maybe not oh. in like a bad way, but this could be a way of him getting attention yeah. and promoting his music right after all this project is done. Yeah, I ain't sure. Why not? You know <laughs> what I mean? Catapult me, right? Yeah, yeah. fervor. Yeah. Play my own and get this record deal. <laughs> but yeah, I'm just like, I'm curious. Oh, we'll check it out. Have yeah. to see. Yeah. We'll have to see a trailer. Yeah, and, and of course, I think they're also gonna get some. Some big names to play his parents. That's what I think. Besides mm. Method Man, I don't, <laughs> I don't know. I could maybe they'll get someone like I don't know. I don't know who could play Joe Jackson because you see the Jackson family have such a distinct look to them and what, way of way of like t- acting. What if they get Method Man as Joe Jackson and Mary J as I don't even know the the mom's name, oh God. and then they're you're all I <laughs> they get back Angela. Just get Angela Bassett back to play the mom. They could mm-hmm. back in Jackson, but she soccer. she might be too jacked though. <laughs> she I mean, she looks exactly jacked. the same like she did. In she that does. Movie. Yeah, she's just more jacked now. <laughs> did, did Joe ever like whoop her ass? Joe, yes, she did. See, I mean, he did. So you couldn't have that now. Yeah, he could because Angela's fuck. She's like, what's up? She's like, oh, punch, you, block you, punch. yeah, you thought, <laughs> <laughs> you thought, nigga. <laughs> but but no, but yeah, I'm curious to see who they get to play the brothers and their parents, because I'm sure they're gonna get some A list, you know, names for the parents. They have to, yeah. Who's gonna play Janet? Depending, I don't know. SZA, SZA, no, she doesn't look nothing uh, like her. Well, Mer- what's her name? Oh, she's playing Little Mermaid, Chloe Bailey. Oh well, yeah, what's yeah. going on? Haley. With, what's going? What's, yeah, Haley Bailey. Yeah, what's going on with her? What do you mean? Like some her boyfriend or something? Oh, Haley Bailey. Yeah, and like she Haley was Bailey. Like she was becoming. She was getting memed pretty hard. Was she? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what was happening. <laughs> I just I was scrolling on Instagram one day and they were like, like, oh Haley, you this is your fighting clothes and shit. I'm like, what is going on? Oh my God. Then, and then <laughs> they were, I had to look more into that. Then they were like, Disney Disney's about to put a little mermaid on fucking Tubi or some shit. Is that? Or, oh damn. Because what because what was going on? I don't know what was going on. I had to look more into that. Yeah, yeah. That'd be a next we'll, topic. Yeah, I was gonna say we'll, we'll come <laughs> back to that one topic on the next episode. But. but yeah, yeah, I think they should get Haley Bailey to play Janet Jackson. I don't know how far yeah. they're getting through her age. With the right, um, like see how how far they cover their timelines, but you but know, yeah, I think she looks the part. Do you know what I'm thinking about this now? Like, I know it's technically a Michael Jackson biopic, but I think they're gonna tell a lot of kind of other stories in there too. 
It's like the, the fucking VH1 movie. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> they'll tell the story of the parents. Yeah, like they'll tell like their parents, Jackson Five. Like we'll get like some Tito shit. Terrence Howard oh. as Joe Jacks. Why didn't I think of this? That is amazing. That's <laughs> done. Damn. Daniels. The greatest movie ever. Michael Mine. Michael Mine. I need you to fucking dance, man. Uh, uh, Moonwalk that shit, man. Michael. Michael. Michael, man. Michael, man. <laughs> Dad, why are you calling me, man? <laughs> I mean, shut up, man. Man. Shut up, man. I was almost War Machine, man. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, that'd be amazing. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, so Somewhere his ears just perked up. He's like, man. <laughs> But I'm just, I'm assuming we'll know who's playing the parents within the next couple months because yeah. if they got the main actor for Michael, we'll probably know who's playing the rest of them soon. Man. And we'll get a trailer and we'll decide oh, officially shit. how it's going to go. <laughs> Terrence Howard, man. Terrence Howard, Joe Jackson. I still kind of like that method, man, but... That'd be amazing. Because yeah, <laughs> again, it's like the Jacksons have such a distinct look and feel Wait, to Wait, but you know what's funny? He was in the fucking. Jackson. Oh yeah, he played the brother. Yeah, yeah. the brother. Yeah. yeah, that's true. Yes, yeah, so bring him back. Yeah. Bring him back. Yeah, it'll be a reference. Bring him back now, y'all. <laughs> uh, Easter egg. Yeah, oh, yeah. Fuck. But yeah, how you feeling about it, Jonathan? I'm excited, man. I'm excited. Yeah, that's it. Okay, that, that's all. Okay, that's cool. all they got. So that's all I got for these black people. <laughs> they got black my excitement on this Black History Month. So. On to well, I mean we're we're knee deep in the pod, but pet peeves in movies. So, Alec, you you came up with this one. Mm-hmm. Why, why'd you why'd you? Mm-hmm. I said Alec, and it, and it, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was still this black man. But so we'll have we'll have you start off. Yeah. What's a what's a pet peeve? Pet peeve or hot take in movies? You know whether it's something that annoys you during the movie or at the movie theater, just anything in cinema in general. I do have a pet peeve, and it has something to do with just people in general. <laughs> <laughs> My distinct hatred. I have a distinct hatred for people who refuse to watch old movies or black and white movies. Is I feel like they're doing themselves a disservice by not watching older movies just because of, you know eh, it's old. What am I gonna gain from this? Oh, Jamal's like, oh, that's me. I feel per- <laughs> I feel personally attacked. <laughs> I wasn't thinking of you, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, all these old movies. What am I gonna gain from this? It's like this. You know how many goddamn older movies are better than a lot of the movies we're getting now? I mean, there's great movies now, but. Back then, you can learn a lot. There's a, there's a lot to learn from. I'll give you a hot take right now. Uh, a hot what? Hot I'm t- just kidding. Go ahead. What? What? Go ahead. <laughs> Fucked it up his whole flow. Yeah, right. <laughs> what's the? What's the? Oh, Citizen Kane. Oh, oh Lord. Shit. Yeah, we're gonna start here. Yeah. <laughs> I, I will gladly pass on that. <laughs> to me, that film is overrated, <laughs> and I just don't like it. I think it's stupid. It's about like what a snow globe and shit or a sled. A sled. I'll pass on <laughs> that. That's it. And I'll give you another hot take. And we talked about this one. I think it may have been after our last one. Lawrence of Arabia. We watched that in school, and my eyelids happened to be closed. <laughs> so that tells you what I thought of that one. See. <laughs> <laughs> and I think it's too long. And this is coming from a person who does a four-hour podcast. 
<laughs> so that you know god we're really gonna get hate from like <laughs> hey if, if this is how we fucking go viral <laughs> we know jamal doesn't know who john williams is <laughs> hate citizen cade he's taxi driver's mid <laughs> And hates Lawrence Arabia. Hates Lawrence Arabia. This is a hot one. This is like this is like a this is like a watching film Twitter in my life. <laughs> yeah. You, like yeah, you know, <laughs> just not for me, man. I'm on the. I don't think Citizen Kane's the greatest movie of all time, as people say. Okay, because I know that's there, but I still think it's a really good movie. So we we agree. I think it overrated to an extent. I should say that that's all I wanted. Yeah. Caden, I don't think it's the greatest movie ever. Cut out, overrated to extent. Just cut out to extent. Yeah, and it will just, not Caden. And just and just leave overrated. We, me and Caden, Caden are besties. Just leave. <laughs> just, just leave. Just, just leave overrated. No. And then there we go. But nah. But Lord of Arabia, I think that is a fantastic movie. It was on the same boat as you. I was like, oh, this four hour movie. What the fuck, man? Again, cut that. When I right first there. saw that. <laughs> <laughs> But I do think that's like one of the most beautiful movies I've ever seen. I don't know. It's a very emotional story. Whereas, like, again, it's like watching a guy become one thing and he's and he's, and he's another thing by the end of it. And I just think it's really well told his character progression throughout the film. I'll just, I'll just I'll take your word for it. <laughs> like I'll never watch it again. I'll take your word for it. I have a pet peeve. A pet peeve though. Whenever a, somebody is driving, it's literally just them on the fucking road. Have you noticed that? In movies? Yes. How many times do you see other cars when there's like a mm, long ass okay, fucking, yeah, you, mean, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, oh, we just left this. We're on this road. We got to drive cross country and no other cars are there. Mm-hmm. That doesn't, that doesn't happen. <laughs> like, give me that road so I can get to work. Yep. <laughs> I don't like that. I think it's because of like, a look or a shot you know or or like to tell a story like if it's a long road trip it's literally a car in a long road you know what i mean and i mean i've seen some movies when it has have you taken a road trip i know we've taken a road trip and were we not were there not other cars there see again i think it's because of i'm the just way saying that's the story that's, that's a that's dangerous because what happens then if you get a flat tire? It just depends on the context. Yeah, I, movie, again, it's but more, I do, I do, I do, I do notice that though. Right? I mean, yeah. Because I would just like to just like give me two fucking cars drive by. <laughs> look, look, I'm look, not look. saying there's got to be traffic, <laughs> but just oh hey, realistically there would be yeah. a couple cars passing. But, That's all I'm saying. Yeah. That's all. I, I was gonna say a perfect example would be Office Space. You remember how there's that like in the beginning scene how they're like they're in traffic. And then he sees the 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 one lane going. He goes into it as soon as he goes into it, like stops. And then the other, when he just left, starts going. Yeah, you know, it, it's again. I think it's all on like what you're trying to tell in the story and like why or how are you using it? Because that one is comedical, so it's like, ha, yes, we all been through that type of thing. <laughs> yeah, that, yeah, that was, I mean, that was yeah, 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 that's it. That was my pet peeve. Yeah. I'll think I'll I'll think of some more. And I got one more pit. Every movie nowadays looks like a car commercial. Uh <laughs> looks like a Toyota Thon commercial. Uh, <laughs> See, 
See, I haven't seen Ant Man in a while yet, but from what I've seen of that movie, that movie looks like a commercial for what are you doing, Jennifer Joe? What? what? <laughs> you, you were keep going, keep going. <laughs> <laughs> but that movie looks like it belongs like at some like Universal Studios like like wow. live show. <laughs> everything looks so fake. Wow. Like everything looks distinctly like I'm on a set. Wow, and, and I've seen that. I know that for other movies as well, where everything is like shot very plain, and the lighting is boring. Everything so, is awesome. Everything, no, no, everything, no, <laughs> awesome. <laughs> <laughs> see, this is why I also go like, but see, motherfuckers need to watch some old movies because <laughs> you, know, you know what they look like. You know what they look like? They look like movies. <laughs> <laughs> Not some goddamn, not a goddamn Burger King commercial. <laughs> Have it your way. <laughs> At BK. Shooting, shooting, shooting for, shooting for the, for the burger. Shooting for the, <laughs> shooting for the star. And it's like, it's like, okay, put them against a green screen and we'll figure out later what they're doing in post. Jeez. That's what it feels like to me nowadays. Mm. Most, not every movie looks like that, of course. I'm just saying like this in general in terms of like big, like Hollywood movies. Like majority majority of them to me feel like that. Bullet train <laughs> looks like that to me too. Oh wow. <laughs> is that is that a hot take? I mean I mean to be fair, there's a whole ass fucking what do you call it? What's that water bottle thing? Oh Fiji. Yeah, Fiji. They have a whole ass Fiji ad. It looks like a dead ass a Fiji ad, but by the end of the movie. Yeah. Yeah, the way I'll it travels through their hands. Oh. That was the best scene. That looks like no, it wasn't. <laughs> so that was a that was a literal ad. It if tied you, if you told together. me if, you, if it you played that exact same scene, literally just that, and scene. just have like it and like, at the end, just be like Fiji water. Oh, get it now, a Target or something like that. Yeah. It'll fit right in. Mm. <laughs> I don't disagree. I don't disagree. Or do you got pe- you got pet peeves? Yes, people being too loud in the theater or babies. Or babies crying, or like, <laughs> or like people bringing their children, like that. I mean, hey, maybe no, no, but like, I'm like, or like on movies that like you obviously should not like bring them to. Make sense? Like, because you know how like parents can bring their child to like rated R movies. Yeah, and then like the children are just gonna, <laughs> and I mean children like loosely, like I'm talking about like under the age of eighteen children, like you know they don't know how to act. Like they see, you know, I don't know, like a sex scene cup in the whoa, whoa, like you know what I mean, or like teens hopping theater, hopping, I, movie I, hopping. I just imagine because, that's yeah. little Jay. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? I don't know. It's just like you know, yeah, not because yeah. it takes you out of that experience type of thing. I got, I got one for you though. Okay, and it's just a movie theater one. Okay, okay, okay. You go. Like for me, I'll wait for a movie and theater is kind of empty. And then you see somebody, oh, I know you see somebody walking up and you're in the trailers and, but you got a, you got a side eye on them and you're like, motherfucker, I swear to God, I if, see you, bitch. if you come down this aisle when this whole theater is fucking empty, fuck you. That's true. Fuck you. I get that. For you, sure. could go you know what I mean? Like, no. You could look. Yeah. It's like when you go take a piss in a fucking bathroom and there's a whole bunch of urinals open. And then that one creepy guy wants to come stand, you know, right next to you. So, yeah. <laughs> it's, like, yeah. <laughs> it's like, just go sit two rows back. But then they'll either sit like the row 
either yeah. in front or right, right behind, behind you. you. Now I'm like, this fucker's crazy. Yep. I don't know I'm what's going die. on. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. As soon on. as the lights go down, I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. It's like... I haven't been to an AMC in a while, but I have so many problems Uh-oh. with them. No, that's Jonathan. Here Steven. we go. That's good. The premium member over there. Premium member. A-lister. I, I, I might move. Ever since the, they said, oh, we're going to charge you for what's you going to take. See, that's the bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, wait, hold on, hold on. See, that's the shit. Yes. No. Don't you hold on. Wait, 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 wait. I agree. I was a big AMC fan until they pulled that shit. And I was like, what is this, a fucking concert? Like, What? I became I became less of a fan when they just started like they, they said you know what we're not gonna care about sound anymore in our theaters <laughs> we're just gonna have we're just gonna have a bunch of children in the back just run movie theaters now that's what it feels like and they, and that's everything. why you go Dolby and I have to no <laughs> fuck that up too think I want to see you think I want to see Dolby at the goddamn AMC Brentwood fuck that <laughs> and like uh, but yeah. Yeah, and then yeah, AMC is just not a, up to standard for my standards for me personally. And then you got you got theaters like Alamo Draft House who reinforce no talking, and uh, they serve you food there. That's my prefer- that's one of my preferred places. Bring me my favorite. food, bitches! Yeah, no. Yeah, no, 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 <laughs> bring me my food. Good sound, <laughs> the quality, the quality of the screen and everything. The projection is usually great. So, my pet peeve. When the chairs don't recline back, like they don't like, you know, hold up, mm-hmm. like they can't. Oh, oh. The Regal has the reclining seats. Yes, like, they do. I that's that's kind of where I went to go watch Quantumania on a Regal theater, and I just appreciate a theater that knows that you're gonna sit to, through two plus hour movies, and you need to be comfortable. Does Does Jack London have reclining? I ha- I didn't go to that one. No, but I'm just asking because you live down there. I haven't been there in a long time. Wow. I think they just have the like standard, like that's it. Like, so you're just shitting airport. On, so you're just shitting on Jack London. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't. I don't go there. No like, more. Yeah. <laughs> I drive out. Have you guys ever been to Grand Lake? Yeah. Yeah. I have. Yeah. I've actually never been there. Really? Wow. Yeah. That's a great, a great theater. Yeah. Like nice. the, I saw what I see there. Blind spotting. I think. Yeah. I thought blind spotting there. That was funny. Is it like old? On the it's very old, yeah, on the older interior, interior yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. But I feel like that kind of could give it a nice little vibe. Though. No, I like, those. I like, vibe, I like yeah. those kind of theaters, yeah. Usually, and then uh, you got the Brendan that we saw a little Babylon there. Mm-hmm. That's a that's a pretty nice theater. Yeah. I like the interior of that. The one on in Berkeley, Shattuck, I think. Oh yeah, it's mm. gone. It's been gone for like a year. Wow. <laughs> yeah, sadly, because I do remember like I went there and like it was fucking like yeah, it was cramped. It was, it was like it was a good theater though. Yeah. Well, not not, not good enough if it's gone. Not good enough apparently. <laughs> yeah. Sucks ass. R.I.P. to Shattuck. Jeez. Rest in peace. Yeah. But uh, yeah. And another pet peeve I have is goddamn TikTok. <laughs> but they <laughs> sound like an old man. Goddamn TikTok. You know, every time they do like a best films of all time list, it's like. It's like this stuff, like something from the top 10 of the IMD top 100. And I don't know why that bothers me so much. Because <laughs> it just feels like the most copy and paste shit I've like ever you don't, seen. You don't believe that they've watched theirs? No. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think they've watched anything. <laughs> you don't think they've watched Vertigo? No. Because <laughs> it's old. <laughs> I've watched Vertigo. 
<laughs> you watched it? Yeah. You yeah. liked it? I thought it was I thought it was pretty good yeah. actually. Oh. Really? <laughs> that uh, made me a little happy and say. Yeah, lay. You guys found a middle ground. See, <laughs> I, I, I know some of these movies. A movie, <laughs> a movie made before nineteen ninety nine. That's great. <laughs> but no. Hey, I like Mac and me, you piece of shit. <laughs> Okay. Great film. You want to talk about fucking cinema? <laughs> <laughs> the greatest ET ripoff of all time. Oh but no, but yeah, TikTok film talk just enrages me because you have a guy that didn't know what a double dolly shot is, which mm. is insane to me. But he's a, and he's like a cinematographer, or at least he calls himself one. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, he just got the get the most stupid film takes out of TikTok. I, I from what I've seen. Mm. And then Jonathan sends me reels from them, and I'm just like, "What is this bullshit?" <laughs> <laughs> just to anger your day. No, no, Forrest Gump is not amazing. Stop <laughs> it. Get some help. Oh, that a hot take? Like that? That is Whoa, kind of a hot take. Yeah, that is. That Hold is kind on, of just, a hot take. I thought you were kidding. I think it's overrated. <laughs> like I enjoy it. I've seen it so many times, and then as I get older, I notice the flaws of that movie. I was like, everything is so goddamn convenient for Forrest Gump, isn't it? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, Jenny, Jenny basically assaulted them, and we're supposed to be rooting for them. Jeez, I'm just like, what is this story? <laughs> this, is, this is a weird. This is a really weird story. Just thinking about it, if you really think about it, I'm gonna have to now. I'm gonna have to go watch. Yeah, with hot take glasses on, <laughs> hot take glasses, and with Alec glasses and, on, and, and see what's going on. Like life is like a box of chocolate. <laughs> thanks to thanks to Forrest Gump, Elvis knows how to dance. Not black people. Forrest Gump, <laughs> little little white kid, disabled, <laughs> taught him how to dance. <laughs> Shit, he did. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like things like that. I was like, oh god. But yeah, that's my hot take. Yeah, I mean, we can we can just literally keep going on and on, but we'll bounce back. You want to talk about these two trailers? Yeah, which which ones? Talk about Fast 10 and uh, The Flash, since we're in, since we're in the uh, DC, and the Fast 10 is about family, so we have to talk about that. <laughs> well, so uh, this is, so Fast 10, yeah. that trailer released. And it's the beginning of the end of the road, or some shit they say. I don't <laughs> is that isn't that the fucking yeah yeah that's a weird tagline look super look, weird look i respect the grind okay <laughs> we've been out here for 11 movies mm. 11 mm. and we're here we're about to see the end <laughs> we're about to see the end of the family we're about to see the end of dom toretto and his family in this <laughs> you think he dies <laughs> i only want him to go out in the way god intended and it's it's him Catapulting his car into space. <laughs> so Catap- the sun. Catapulting his car into space into a meteor. No, the and he's sun. Like, it's like for family. For family. And then, then he dies. As he's looking back. For the family. For the family. For the family. <laughs> I love you, Brian. Lenny. Lenny for the family. Care <laughs> yeah. of the family. But no, they release <laughs> the Fast 10 trailer. Fast and Furious 10. They should have called it Fast in Your Steve Bells, but. Oh, oh, fast ten oh. your seat belts, but you know, fast ten your I never, seat belts. I never get what I want. Damn, <laughs> but whatever. But in this movie, Dom is fighting Aquaman. 
Hey, Jason Momoa is the big bad. Yeah. And and it was revealed in this four minute long trailer. That, uh, yes, it's a long trailer. <laughs> yeah. And uh, they revealed that uh, Jason Momoa is the son of the bad guy from Fast Five and they retconned him into season Fast Five. And they're like, well, after a couple of years, it's been like a decade, I'm going to come for revenge. <laughs> Like they're just they're just making up their own rules. It's amazing. I love it. Like, it's like it's like anime. Yeah. <laughs> it's like they are just legit like, well, go back to five and we'll bring his son up here, but we need Han dead again, but we need him alive. <laughs> so yeah, but uh, yeah. And then in this one, Dom is going up against Jason Momoa. And the director described Jason Momoa as similar to the Joker and Chief Ledger's Joker. And yeah, I don't know how that's gonna be, but uh, I'm that's excited crazy. to see. Mm. He looks a that little crazy. He does to say. look flamboyant. Yeah, a little bit. He's acting very, very over the top, from what I see. That's uh-huh. a, and that's kind of different from him too. Yes, for Jason Momoa, yeah, that definitely did. He's usually more masculine. Yeah, this time around, he's more like, eh, I'm, I'm gonna have fun. Yeah, and then Dom, Dom is more, you know, masculine. So it's like kind of, kind of interesting, opposite thing going on there different for the fast and furious movies anyway yeah and uh, yeah this movie just looks like a big dumb action film and I, I can't wait to see how they try to wrap this up i will say i like the i like that they're going back to racing yeah so i'm excited about that let's ride let's ride <laughs> let's ride did they use that song yeah yeah let's okay. ride let's yeah. ride some of the, some of the stuff looks like when letty's she does her little bike pivot oh that was hard that was badass yeah i was like yeah. that's dope as shit <laughs> I think that was like the smallest thing and yeah. then all this like big ass action stuff happened, but that was like the coolest yeah, thing. Yeah, I'm like, shit, that's fucking dope. <laughs> and then you and then and then just insanity kicks in mm-hmm. and Dom is driving something that helicopters have latched onto him. Yeah. And then somehow <laughs> for the family, the car <laughs> fucking crash. brings the helicopters and they, <laughs> they, they and they crash. Yeah. And John Cena's in there. He's, uh, he's come back. He's using his superhuman abilities that uh, the, ter- the Toretto family apparently has. It's like these people are just <laughs> throwing it's people through walls. Yeah, they're fucking built different, man. It's hilarious. It's just still hilarious. I honestly it. don't know how you kill Dom. <laughs> I'm telling you, you can you put a fucking meteor in front of his face. I legit, <laughs> I legit would love for it to just be the most fucking minor thing. He gets, <laughs> he gets like a flat tire. It doesn't get it. <laughs> he's, he's like gassing up the car or some shit. No, no, no. I'll tell you, I'll tell you how he goes down. No, no, no. I'll tell you how he's going to go down. His fucking seatbelt just chokes him or some shit. No, <laughs> no, no, no. You guys, the answer, the answer is right in front of your face. He stops at a gas station, pumps gas, eats a chimichanga and dies in the toilet. <laughs> dies in the toilet eating a chimichanga. Elvis style? Elvis style? It like skips like twenty years and he's all fat and shit. <laughs> you know how it's here. See you again. <laughs> you know how in Glass Onion, where Batista was like, "I don't do pineapple, no, don't do pineapple, no, don't do pineapple." Like, what if it's just like, "Oh, don't do regular gas." Uh, <laughs> shit's gotta be premium for my <laughs> gotta be diesel <laughs> gotta be diesel for my car don't need his diesel <laughs> Vin Diesel he puts fucking 87 in his fucking car and <laughs> boom <laughs> that'd be incredible Holy he tries shit. to he tries to floor that bitch and it just gets stuck somewhere <laughs> 
That'd be the best thing ever. I'm yeah, like, I oh love this movie god. already. Right? Oh my god. We but, should just make a parody of Fast and the Furious. That's rad. That's rad. Oh my god. But, but yeah, I'm excited. I'm very. Of course, I'm excited. I'm a big fan of this fran- This stupid franchise. <laughs> god, Jason bo- Statham also comes back. Of course he does. <laughs> But I you know what? About that. You know what? What I heard, I heard when they premiered a trailer, uh, they had like an event, like at Universal Studios or something, right? And they uh, when they did like a true, they did like a like a what you call it, like a scissor reel thing of all the films. Mm-hmm. And when the Rock's character appeared, everybody booed. Oh, so that just shows like where where fast fans lie yeah. <laughs> with the Rock. Well, hey, it's all about the fam. It's all about the family. He's part not part of the family. He's anymore. not part of now. The family. Does that mean Hobbs and Shaw stop? I believe that's done. Like wow, that which oh, I, I liked Hobbit Show. It was fun. Yeah, it was okay. Yeah, but, uh, but because the oh, Rock is like, yeah, nah. they hate the. But watch him show up in the last one. Honestly, I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, if he's like, I Dwayne seems like he's uh, going through a uh, going through something right now. He's trying to find his next franchise. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and then you get the Flash movie. <laughs> Jamal watched the trailer and he looked very confused throughout the whole. Oh thing. yeah, <laughs> and I looked very happy watching it. I you say like yeah, that? that was creepy. creepy. Because <laughs> I, I like so I, I hate, of course, all the controversy behind Ezra Miller and like what happened. But yeah. catch f- people up just in case. I like, like briefly, like real quick. I don't, I don't know all the charges, but I, mean, I, don't, I don't know he, all. He did, yeah, they, he, they did so many things. He, he, <laughs> he went on like a, I guess like a what, like a spree of of. Bad thing, he like be like threw a chair at a woman and like uh stole from people, threatened to kill like a couple, a stole slap beer, yeah, doing all kinds. So of he, was, he was just out there wilding. He was out there wilding, just harassing the streets of Hawaii. Just, oh like, yeah, destroying everything. And you know and, who and they should? Like, you know who they should have called? Dog the Bounty Hunter. God, that would have been amazing. None of that <laughs> shit would have happened if Dog would have put down the movie. Ass. They put that in the Flash movie. Yeah, just get him getting caught. Dog the Bounty Hunter. Get him, Leland. Well, not then he's like, I guess he was grooming a minor. So like all kinds of like heinous, a bunch of crazy stuff, right? He shit. he and he did this within like span of like a couple of months. Like it wasn't like you know it was all like a spree after spree after spree. After spree, spree. <laughs> spree. <laughs> he was he was he was getting ready. Yeah, he was getting ready. This, this method actually. He really yeah. thought. Yeah, he see how thought fast he was I could do these crimes. <laughs> They're not going to see me. <laughs> Captain Boomerang is in life. Okay, so <laughs> despite all that, I when I saw the trailer. I got very excited very quickly because for those of you that know, like the Flash, the Flash character <laughs> and the comic books and the animated series and all that. And even maybe the, what is it called? The DW show or a CW, CW, CW sorry, CW show of DW. the Flash, what the, fuck? <laughs> the CW show of the Flash, you know, Flashpoint is an important part of the Flash story. And so that's basically what's going to happen in that Flash movie that basically James Gunn is going to use to. Reset. reset the dc universe and be able to pull off you know his his universe and like new characters and like new actors for new characters and such and such and such but what got me excited was the michael keaton is returning as the batman I'm not gonna lie that really kind of like got me excited because i was like you know growing up he was one of the batmans I wonder if they're going to do something similar to spider-man no way home remember how they had all these like mm-hmm. spider-man kind of connect i don't know because I did see also Ben Affleck in the trailer for like a brief moment. So I wonder if the, like these Batmans are going to 
Oh you my know? God. I just had like a, like a moment where I just like, I heard Jonathan talking about no way home for Batman. And it's like, I just saw a void. <laughs> what does that I was mean? like, I don't, I don't like seeing like a no way home style Batman movie. Doesn't sound fun to me. No. I was like, what are they going to do? Just fucking meet each other and stare. Like, just like, like the Ezra's, yeah. <laughs> You're but, me. Not even like that. There's like Batman's. Are like they're not. There's like oh, all right. they're just siding each other up the whole time. Yeah. Just like planning their. <laughs> what the heck? My my parents died worse. My parents died <laughs> worse, worse, <laughs> worse than worse. I watched them die. My Batmobile is better. <laughs> I don't know. That doesn't sound too fun to me. Yeah, but yeah, it's just you know Michael Keaton's returning mm-hmm. as Batman. I thought that was pretty cool. And they're introducing Supergirl on this as well. So now looks like a good time. What if that's just a a, a bait and switch Mm. where maybe like, yeah, they're in it, but they're only in it for like a couple minutes and then that's it. Oh, no. Batman's fully in the movie. Yeah, no, he he has a lot of scenes. Yeah. Like like to the point where it was very difficult to take him out at the end because I guess they reshot the ending of the movie to fit in the line more with a. what James Gunn has planned, mm. yeah. So whatever, and they had him. They had him planned to appear in other movies too, but then those got canceled. Keaton, yeah. Mm-hmm. Huh. He was gonna be more of like a Nick Fury type, like oh. Sam Jackson character in the Avengers movies. Yeah, he's gonna be t- kind of something like that. Hmm. But now that idea is canceled. But uh, yeah, and I heard that they will bring in an older actor to make a cam- a Batman actor at the very end of the movie. To be Adam West. The Flash. Oh, my God. They CGI Adam West. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I heard it's a, they might bring back George Clooney. <laughs> wow. That's interesting. <laughs> I don't know that's All true. The ba- I don't know why the fuck they want to bring back George Clooney, the, the, the bad man from the worst movie. Oh, oh the nipples. Then they better bring back Mr. Freeze. Bring oh, back- oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Stay cool, bird boy. <laughs> I was flashing. He won't run. I'll freeze him. <laughs> But yeah, I watched this trailer. I was very skeptical of it, of course, with the whole Ezra Miller shit and just the movie not sounding good. But honestly, if you watch the trailer, it looks it looks like a pretty good time. I can't lie. Jonathan's shaking his head like, yes. He's so excited. You agree with my trash. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to say it's going to be a good movie because it still could be ass. But from the trailer, I was like, okay, this looks like a good, a good time of the movie. It's a good superhero movie, at least, you know? And uh, it actually looks like a movie this time around. Not like some other things I talked about where it looks like a commercial. <laughs> My pet peeve. <laughs> I hate it. <laughs> <laughs> but nah, uh, yeah, so that's so yeah, I'm, I'll check it out for sure. All right. Mm-hmm. Well, we had we had some movies that we had to watch or that we did watch. Right. Shotgun Wedding was the, I guess we'll say the next movie that we had to watch as a group. Mm-hmm. Jonathan suggested to us. Jonathan. Yeah. We had Ray in there. Shout Our out to boy, Ray. Ray Ramundo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With uh, J-Lo and Josh Dumel. Mm-hmm. It's about a couple who goes on a private island and they have a wedding. Wedding, yep. Getting, getting married and then shit goes haywire with some fucking pirates. Kravitz is in there. <laughs> um, I thought it was, I thought it was, I thought it had some funny moments in there. Yeah. Yeah. I was watching it and I was like, oh, okay, I'm actually laughing a lot more than I thought I would. I thought it was, <clears throat> I thought it was cool that like Ray is one of the first people that we kind of see. Yeah. Man. Yeah. He's off top, like within the first five minutes. Yeah. yeah. And so it's mm-hmm. like, it's like, damn, that was pretty cool. Shout out to Ray. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. And I think I think J Lo was pretty good in that one. Like, you, you don't really kind of expect her to pull off like a comedy. Yeah, yeah. But I think she did. I think she did real well in it. She had her moments. Yeah, yeah. Like when when they're fighting in the kitchen, and she sees the blood and she passes out, and then she wakes up and sees it again and then instantly just right <laughs> fucking back out. Mm-hmm. I was like, all right, that was pretty funny. And then what's the name being in on it? Lenny Kravitz. I was like, oh, right. spoiler alert. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, shit, yeah. Oh, well. All right, never mind. That was a spoiler. Yeah, spoiler alert. Donovan, this is- Literally, that's what this segment is called, spoiler alert. <laughs> but And then, you know, I kind of wish we would have been able to see Ray's death scene. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was waiting for that. Yeah. I feel like it should have happened, but it didn't. Mm-hmm. I was sad. So that sucks. But I, I would say it's. I'd give it a mid. Mm-hmm. I give it a mid. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So yeah, I watched the movie, and the uh, thing about it is, I, I, I didn't, I didn't hate myself watching. It. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's one yeah. of those things that I like. I'm not gonna hate myself watching this. Yeah. But I'm gonna watch it for Ray because I want to support Ray mm-hmm. to make sure. Yeah. That he gets his chick, and and uh, <laughs> and uh, but yeah, I had I had a decent time of it, and for me, it felt like I don't know. Felt, it's again, it's kind of like similar to that the Ashton Kutcher Reese Witherspoon thing, mm-hmm. where it just feels like are these are these people too too old to be like having these kind of like insecure ideas like about thoughts? each other? And all, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm just kind of like I'm just kind of like Josh man, why are you like acting like this? You're like fifty. Mm. Like, <laughs> stop it midlife like, be, a, be a man <laughs> j-lo just kind of like having like these insecurities too even though even though in the in the world of the movie and outside the world she's like one of the most gorgeous women on the planet right <laughs> and they, and the movie reassures reassures you that she is the most attractive woman on the planet and in more ways in more ways than one and <laughs> And uh, there's literally there's a Jennifer Coolidge's character. Her she plays the the stepmom, I believe. Oh, no, yeah, yeah. Uh, the mother in law. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she's like, you look so much better than the rest of us. <laughs> I was like, okay, was J Lo a producer? I checked. Yeah. <laughs> she's like, hold on, I don't like. We got to no, 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 change that. Yeah, here, real change quick. this one here. But yeah, I was like, it just felt kind of awkward. Being like, I feel like this movie was made for I don't know, maybe someone more like a Anna Kendrick. Or something like that in the lead mm. role, or like I don't know, maybe put Miles Teller as the husband, something like that. I don't know, maybe put those two in, something like that. I mean, I like Anna Kendrick; she's she's usually good at comedies. Yeah, but uh, maybe something something younger like that. I don't know, but but I think I still think they did a now, good job in the movie. What about Anna Kendrick and Jesse Eisenberg? Since he's always like good at like portraying like these like some like but I can't see a baseball player. Yeah. Oh well. <laughs> I forgot about that part, but I was saying I was talking about like more of yeah. the being like insecure part, mm, yeah, especially like yeah, in does, like yeah. the early social network when he was like, yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, I mean, I, I agree with you guys. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Oh. What's your rating? Oh, oh yeah. yeah. What was I gonna say about the rest of it? Uh, yeah, sucked just not seeing Ray's death, even though it was cool seeing him in the first part of the movie. And I would give it a mid for sure. Yeah, I would give it a mid just because like yeah, not all the jokes landed for me. 
I kind of enjoyed the little subplot between like her sister and that guy. That, yeah, like, <laughs> it was like I hooked up with him. Yeah, <laughs> and I regret my decision. Now he's acting weird. <laughs> and then Lenny Kravitz. We've being all a been villain. through it. Lenny Kravitz being a villain was so stupid. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> and he's not believable as a bad guy at all. Not at all. <laughs> not at all. I was like Jesus. I have a question. Is this the first time Lenny Kravitz is acting or something or no? Oh no, not at all. She's been. He's been. In, he was like in Precious. Okay. The Hunger Games movies. Oh, that's right. She yeah. was in the Hunger Games. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, there's been a few so, movies. Only reason why I ask is because I don't think this one, like you said, landed well or like he really completely sold that character specific, like, you know, how important that character was, the yeah. story and all that. I honestly, when they said he was in the movie, I thought he was going to be more of a side character or just like a, a, what do they call him? A cameo type of thing. Like, oh, mm-hmm. hey, you know, yeah. like, or. And we got him to perform for our wedding yeah, type yeah. of thing, you know? Yeah, exactly. I didn't think he was going to play almost like an important role to the story. Yeah. And, like, you know, that's where it kind of, like, fell off. I felt like, how, how long was the movie? Like an hour and a half, like average. Okay. To me, it felt a little bit longer than it should have. Even, like, yeah. yeah, you know, it could have gotten a lot quicker. Definitely agree with the whole insecurity, insecurity mm-hmm. parts of it. You know, I didn't really, mm-hmm. I didn't really feel like what they were arguing or fighting about was justified. <laughs> yeah. And, and so, that's not to say that older people can't no, feel right, insecure right, right, right. about things. I'm just saying like, it just felt like something that a young couple, a younger couple would go through instead of right. like, more well-established people. Right. And maybe they went with it more because of like the star power of their names and all that, which, mm-hmm. you know, no problem with that because, you know, they, some of the jokes landed, some others didn't, but I think it's like a, a, good feel good movie that you can watch one time i don't think it's one of the movies that you would want to rewatch multiple views. Uh, yeah an hour and 41 minutes okay yeah, yeah. average yeah. yeah but yeah so in in recapping what i'm trying to say is that we all are in agreement that it is mid 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 so yeah shout out to ray mundo though still yes still that part was awesome mm-hmm. yeah. i hope yeah, they're making a lilo stitch reboot I hope they he plays the role of the boyfriend in that movie. Yeah. We gotta manifest that. Manifest, yes. that. manifest that. Manifest. 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 Shut up. Now we're talking about knocking the cabin. Let's go. So <laughs> uh, <laughs> great transition by me. So uh, knock at a cabin. Wait, you have have you seen this, Jonathan? No, no, no. You've seen it though, right? I, I have, yeah. I thought it was We won't talk spoilers. Oh, in case Jonathan, yeah. you want to see it, right, John? Yeah. Okay. Okay. I thought it was good. Mm-hmm. This is M. Night Shyamalan's new film. Yeah. I will say I watched Old and I wasn't a mm. fan of that one. And so then this one I was kind of like, all right. Not a fan of Old, huh? Where, you weren't a fan of Old either, were you? I loved it. No. <laughs> <laughs> I, think, I think that movie's a lot of fun. Okay. I can understand uh, why people don't think it's good. Yeah. I, yeah. You know, but I thought this one was, I thought this one was, was a lot better. Yeah. I think Batista was really solid as I guess he was the lead, we'll say. Yeah. His performance is in at some moments very creepy mm-hmm. uh and you you kind of get that right off the bat as you know it's a very large man that he's huge <laughs> he's a monster and then like that opening scene just really kind of sets the stage for everything and i love like how i love how that scene was shot with him and i can't remember her the little girl yeah where when yeah. when i think it was something yeah, like when i think it was gwen where like this is just going to be a minor spoiler jonathan but like 
it was the camera was right here and it literally felt like whatever they were talking about they were talking directly to us and then once you're listening to what he's saying and you see who he's talking to it just gets it's so creepy mm-hmm. yeah, and, yeah. and then it, like they kind of they slightly tilted like the camera a little bit and it's something that's just like oh we'll just slightly tilt it but it just kind of adds a more unsettling feeling exactly, to it. Yeah. Uh-huh. And the Dutch angle? Huh? The Dutch angle? Yeah. 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 Okay. And so I just love how that scene was shot where, you know, like I said, it was just, it was literally, we're right here and they're looking into the camera. And I think I like the, I like the daddy Eric. Was he the one? Oh, the, 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 uh, the kind of the more defender. Yeah. Yeah. One. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I like him. I thought he was pretty good because you could you could see that what's the name was was messed up, and he was just like don't don't talk to him don't you talk to me yeah <laughs> and then, and then it's like my boy's on edge yeah and I just love like it was fucking it was kind of brutal too like mm-hmm. how they how they did some of those some of those scenes where don't spoil it. where they do where they do like some of those scenes where you know what happens. And then it happens. Yeah. And I, I, I like that because I think what it did was it just kind of put us like you, the viewer, see how, you know, you picture it in your mind, how it went down. Yeah. And so I, I, I thought that was pretty good. And then I'm thinking as we progress into the movie, I'm like, yeah, maybe these people are just fucking weird. You know, <laughs> like a weird yeah, like, cultist. Like maybe they are just fucking weird. Yeah. But then shit starts to like go down Mm -hmm. and you're like oh this is this is legit yeah so i i enjoyed it i think the little girl was really good like man just some of that stuff where she's in there and it's happening it's like fuck Mm -hmm. but one thing that i that i i'm kind of a little confused about but maybe not what's the name did you know in the bar Right. Yeah. Yeah. So now I'm like, well, was that, you know, kind of premeditated? I don't think so. Cause it just happens to be like a, a coincidence. I think it's just coincidence. Yeah. Because I felt like they were they were gonna do that, but they didn't. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I think that's just a coincidence. And yeah, I think it's just a coincidence. Yeah. Yeah. But I think, man, it's a it's definitely like a psychological mind fuck. Hmm. In a in a good way though, so I would give it, I give it mid peak, but not like super mid peak, but just like all right, yeah. If it's on like HBO Max or whatever, I'd watch it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree with that for sure. I like contained thrillers like this, and the way you know M Night has gotten a lot of shit over his career. A lot of it deserved, because <laughs> I can't lie. <laughs> Last Airbender was terrible. After Earth was terrible. He uh, did after yes, yeah, I know, huh? Jeez. <laughs> that was, yeah, yeah. Jeez. He's had he's had some pure stinkers in his career, but when he when he gets it right, he gets it right. Yeah, and he's a he is a great filmmaker in terms of how he sets up like the cameras, gets gets these actors' performances in, because like even though it's like set in like basically the living room, mm-hmm. yeah, this like yeah. place, like he does so much. 
with that with with the meat with the meat that he has there in that mm-hmm. scene with like you know the the way that camera moves and the, the way the actors stage the yeah. blocking of them comes in and out and stuff like that it is like it's like oh wow it's like really watching like a like a director work mm-hmm. it's like, <laughs> yeah really like watching a director work and i really enjoyed that aspect of it it felt very very intense and i think batista did I get, I'll call him Dave Batista. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know be like, his name is Dave Batista. Like, well, I know him as the animal. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know him as the animal. And but yeah, he was fantastic. The the scene where he's uh, he he turns the TV on. Mm-hmm. That's so good. Yeah. Just because it's like that's that's just so weird. He's mm-hmm. just like, oh, I've never watched this show, but I like it. <laughs> You shouldn't be liking that. <laughs> You're a big man. Yeah, like, but he's like he's so soft spoken. Yeah, and then, like he, but he can he can rage if he has to. Yeah, but he rarely raises his voice though. Yeah, exactly. But when he does, it it means something. And then I feel like this is something I think The Rock should do with his career. Mm. I don't know. I feel like the formula. The Rock is so wants to be like this big action hero. He wants to be star. Arnold. Yeah, he wants to be the new Arnold. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's fine, but I don't know, getting to a certain point where it's not working super well anymore. I, yeah. I don't know. I feel like he should just start doing like some like, not say like he should do like, you know, indie films or something. He doesn't yeah. have to do that, but like just start doing like some more branch dramatic, out. branch out dramatic roles, stuff like that. You know, expand your horizons. You know, maybe they won't make a shit ton of money, a billion dollars or something, but you know. It'll, it'll, I think it'll help out he out in the round one. I think Batista's going in the right direction. I was gonna say I think this is gonna propel him. Mm-hmm. I think I think people are gonna be like, okay, he can lead. Yeah, because I even in even in Glass Onion, I thought he was one of the better parts of the movie. Oh no, he was fun. Yeah, and then you see, and then it's a complete flip mm-hmm. to this one, and you're like, damn, I I believe that. Exactly. Yeah. So yeah, and of course, shout out to the boy <laughs> Rupert Grint. In the playing Redmond, yeah. yeah, Ron Reasley himself, yeah, returning to the screen. I feel like this is the longest. I feel like I haven't seen him on in a movie in years. He was great though, I, but he was amazing. Yeah, yeah I really loved him. But yeah, I would like to see him do more. I know he's been working and you know on TV shows and stuff mm-hmm. like that. But I'm just like, I feel like it's been years since I've seen him in a movie. Yeah, and it's like he's like and he plays a completely different character from like what what we usually see him appear in. I th- I think this will be another one too. Like mm-hmm. I think Batista and him. We'll, we'll be like they'll they'll benefit from this. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. and then uh, the rest of the cast was really great. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed the uh, the two other women; they were good. And uh, and I have this like certain way he writes movies where the dialogue just sounds like so it's kind of off putting. Where it's like I don't know the way the the uh, that lady said, "This is my son. He likes pancakes." <laughs> I don't know why that made me giggle. Yeah. It, just sounds, it just sounds like oh okay. Like, random right. fact, yeah, because like he just says like random thing, like oh okay, yeah. that's, a, that's your way to make it more human, I guess. Yeah, <laughs> hey, we eat pancakes, we eat pancakes too. Yeah. Do you like pancakes? I like pancakes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, and then I think my biggest gripe of it is like towards the end of the film when it starts like again, it's like M Night's dial like writing it where it's like it over explains things where they're like oh this is this and this is that. And this is why this is happening, mm-hmm. and this. So you have to do this in order to, for this to not happen, like that kind of thing. It's just like this is over explained. It's like okay, don't treat your audience like a dummy. Yeah, that kind of thing. 
And uh, yeah, but overall, I still like the movie. I, I would watch it again. Maybe not in the theater, but I would watch yeah. it like at home. Yeah. You know, it's, it's, a, it's a good good contained thriller, good time, quick in and out thing. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I would give it a, a mid-peak for sure. Nice. And uh, yeah, and I hope he and I continues making more movies similar to this. Yeah. Because I feel like this is more his wheelhouse instead of making After Earth. <laughs> Jaden Smith's best work ever. Ever. Because he says, I can't live it. I'm not a coward. <laughs> Father. <laughs> Did not sit down. So I don't know about you gentlemen, but I kind of already went over the Ant-Man and those Wasp earlier, and yeah. I still stay true to that. Um, you want to talk about Last of Us episode? The episode when we you guys watched the new one. Yeah. I was just gonna say, yeah, we could push that to the next episode for time's sake. Mm-hmm. We should just jump right into Jamal. What you got in store for next us? movie suggestion? So I have been wanting to watch this one, and I saw that it was it just came on Netflix. Yeah, uh, the Woman King. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. So I was and I was I was scrolling on it. And I was like, oh, I was gonna literally just watch it like yesterday. Yeah, but I was like, oh no, we're do, we're doing the pod. So we will be watching The Woman King. It's with Viola Davis. Mm-hmm. It's on Netflix. If you guys want to join us and watch it, leave a comment. Let us know what you think. Leave suggestions, too, if even you want to leave some, a comment. Some know. say that was snubbed at the Oscars. I guess we're yeah. going to find out. Yeah. I mean, I've seen it already, but yeah. Well, damn it, man. <laughs> I'm sorry. I mean, I listened to my best of the year. Holy oh, shit, you did. <laughs> <laughs> About that, man. Something. And his top 50 well lists. then we're gonna call an audible we're gonna watch cherry oh i would actually love to watch that movie again yeah. I, I need an excuse to watch that movie oh, Lord. <laughs> we are gonna watch the the woman king okay mm-hmm. cool so, yeah that's uh, that's gonna be our next movie so if you want to watch it and you know when we come back and you know when you're listening to it it's like oh shit yeah that was really good then go ahead but we're gonna and then we're gonna talk about the last of us once me and Jonathan watch the new episode, yes, uh, episode six, on the next pod. But ladies and gentlemen, that's been another one, and we're gonna get the fuck on out of here. And we appreciate you guys rocking with us. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So it's fun. See you soon. Peace out.